0: We here at the Canadian Pyrocast love everyone and everything on earth.
1: But we also believe that everyone and everything should be mocked, lampooned, satired, parodied, and poked on at
0: because that's a quality. This program is not for children or the easily offended. We trust your judgment.
2: Our backs are sore from all day. So
0: He's not a furry. I don't know who the cat daddy he is. He's not a
1: furry. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, the cat daddy is not a furry.
0: <laughs> He's this reality show host. It was this. What are you? It was the
1: best show. It was this guy that took. He was kind of like the. Who's the. He was like the Caesar Milan for cats. He uses Duty He had these crazy tattoos. I don't know, but
0: it, I guess it's the cat daddy. His
1: name is the cat daddy. Do you want me to look look pull up a picture of him right now? He's, oh
0: man! No, the
1: cat daddy. It's, it was a great show. It was he he showed taught you tips and like if you had a cat that was like kind of pissing all over your place or it was overly aggressive, and there were just different things. And he basically tamed house cats. He was fucking dope. Sometimes you couldn't do it though, because sometimes there's stuff like based on neighbors and shit like there was one episode where the issue was a neighbor cat that kept peeing in their front yard and it was like aggravating its cat their cats and so it's their cat in response was like pissing all over the house and it was an inside cat so they went to talk to the neighbor to be like oh hey would you mind like just not, let, not letting your cat piss in our yard she's like my, my, my cat my ring fuck off you touch my oh. cat i'll kill you basically she was it was just real a bit reality tv oh shit i accidentally tapped punched on google maps that's not right
0: where is Cat Daddy where right is, now? Where is Cat Daddy right now? Oh my
1: god. Oh, fuck. Okay, his name is Jackson Galaxy. <laughs> Cat Daddy. Jackson Galaxy. Oh my
0: god, why did he do that? Why did he decide to do that with his beard? I don't know. That's but unfortunate. That's
1: new. That's like, I that that was not what he looked like when I saw him originally. Okay. This, is, this well, is what he looked like when I saw him like four or five years ago.
0: That's not any better. It's slightly better. No, the beard thing is still so weird. It's connected, so
1: it looks better. <laughs> Welcome to the Canadian Pirate Cast. Welcome. I'm your host, Captain Beckham Kid.
0: I'm Gummy Bear. I'm HR now. I don't know
1: HR. You're the you're the admiral of HR, <laughs> and still quartermaster. You took on two jobs, which is why you're more burnt out than usual. So, what are we doing today, Gummy Bear?
0: talking about video games
1: oh my god i've been so excited for this i know everyone else has too because i've been talking about this for
0: months jesus the hype is real
1: i believe it i'm hyped because we're going to talk about two games that have a retarded amount of gameplay or sorry game time quantity of game time a Oh, shit, no, I'm misusing that word, because retarded means confined and small. No, there's a shit ton of gameplay in these games. They're not retarded. I misused that. Sorry. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, sorry, we forgot to say, we have Barrett sitting in on this, too. (laughs) (laughs) Co-commentary. I that was a I think that was a clever way of doing it. Well, we'll get to that detail later. Mild spoiler for the future. I want to get Octopath out of the way too because here's the one we're talking about that one of us is slightly less like no slightly less than the other which is fine cuz holy crap like Octop- I'd put way more time in Octopath than you do in do Final Fantasy 7. We'll end on this, but Final Fantasy 7 is a way better time. I'd recommend that way more than Octopath. Octopath is an investment. You have to give up you have to give some of your soul to that game. Whether it's a good thing or bad thing is up to you. But what I'm saying now is that Captain Kidd has a horcrux out there so
0: I'm basically immortal. I know exactly what you mean. I have a horcrux and I'm now by, immortal. By the giving a game a piece of your soul for while you play it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it was only in the very end. In the very end it took my soul. But it was uh, it's there now and it's like, oh my, uh, critical hit.
0: My horcrux is, I guess, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild? Yeah.
1: B-O-W? B-O-T-W.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: It was a solid game. I actually... I want to finish my second playthrough of it. It was... So, my first one was just pretty standard. um, My way of doing it, where, like, I do things out of order and i do things i beat the first boss without the dodge the like lock dodge because i didn't i missed the guy <laughs> that you're supposed to go to because as soon as i ran into the mermaid man i was like fuck it i'm doing this <laughs> 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 so i didn't actually i don't i don't think i actually made it to the village. Like so. whatever i didn't make it to the ninja
0: village until after oh, that no. i, I to the first i dungeon. mean it that's the, the the best part about it is you don't have to go in order
1: no, it's a, it was such a well, good game. And so we, that's why I don't want to talk about that. Enough, enough videos have been made about B.O.W. T.W. Sorry.
2: Yeah.
0: I just wanted to say something before we got into the games we're actually talking about. Mm-hmm. Um... Regarding our last episode, I did make an edit in there explaining, but I just wanted to mention it again that we recorded the day before that actually happened, so we kind of just missed it as a news thing. (laughs)
1: I yeah, I want to say I I'm, I'm very sorry about that. That literally in in classic Canadian pirate cast style, it happened yeah. an hour after we re- we recorded and we're like, "Well, fuck."
0: And uh so I hope everyone enjoyed a little bit more of a lighthearted episode um considering um it's not that great out there right now. And I didn't want to like put any disrespect on the fact that that happened. <laughs> Thank you.
1: No, same. I obviously should say too. We're not. Uh, I don't want to be that. That it's it's a sad thing that's happening, or just unfortunately, and uh, for like everyone in Hope in the interior of BC. Yeah. And uh, southern part of the island, mm-hmm. but it's uh, yeah. So it's uh, unfortunate. Uh, I knew someone that couldn't go to school because they couldn't get down the highway because everything's so flooded. So, yeah, to everybody out there that's uh, that may be experiencing that, uh, best wishes, as much, as meaningless as that is for anything that we can
0: do, but just... And the fallout, people panic buying. But we're not here to talk about the news today, so maybe I'll be able to do that deep dive next time. Uh, I, I don't
1: see it so much as panic buying as stocking up for
0: December. Uh, anyway, well, but, let's move on. I just wanted to make that a quick acknowledgement again. Because I feel bad about it, okay,
1: <laughs> yeah, I do too. I just uh so moving on to late train game reviews,
0: yeah, I think this is number three, I think so, yeah, even though we just randomly talk about games sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I I would like yeah I would like to do more of these but the problem is problems is games themselves have large time investments to get things done thoroughly so, yeah it is what it is <laughs> I just like that we're a fucking mixed bag it's great because <laughs> I get to do whatever I want pirate style
0: that's right Tippy agreed yeah
1: that's a quite the pirate roar Tippy enthusiastic for for video games as always. So, the first game we're going to talk about is Octopath Traveler.
0: Dun, 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 dun. Is that the music in the game? Uh,
1: I, don't want, <laughs> I, I don't I see. Here's the thing. I don't want to get a copyright strike from Square Enix, because, you know, game companies can be touchy about that.
0: Fair enough. But... We're still
1: gonna get a copyright strike for that just because I said that. It was the same chords. <laughs> uh, so, quick thing as an intro to uh, for these these games though, because I think this is what's here's what's very interesting about these is they're both JRPGs essentially, but again they're very opposite ends of the spectrum. Starting, I just want to get into this because we have uh, Octopath Traveler. Which is a very traditional JRPG that has modern, it has modern updates for quality of life improvements. So everything's uh, there are things I really love about it, and there's only my only real criticisms are like in the end game, and Final Fantasy VII. I have very little criticism criticisms criticisms of, but it's more of an action game where it doesn't at all feel like a JRPG when you're playing through it at all. It just feels like an action. Game that you're playing real time almost.
2: Hmm.
1: So I think it's an interesting uh, comparison because they're just again they are the same genre. Okay. Crewmates would like to leave, but the uh, well, maybe she has to go to the bathroom. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? If the crewmate has to go, the crewmate has to go. That's why they. We have, that's why we have the poop deck. <laughs> Sorry, my notes are. I'm gonna put this down because my notes are, I'm shit in the bed here. Put my notes a bit. Ah, crap! Christmas gifts.
2: Fuck. Oh my god. <laughs> no, the Christmas gifts
1: for you in the crew. You can't do that shit. Oh god, why did I make my notes? I was notes just up? joking. You know, already know, turned know, the page. I know. I am just. I know. I'm just so dumb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. Anyway,
1: sorry. Okay, so our first game we're gonna start with is Octopath Traveler developed by Square Enix formerly or formed from the merger of Square and Enix No way. Yep. Two companies they fused to become one mega JRPG company. Cool. They're basically known for every single JRPG known before the 2000s. And that's when it, you know, this the other people started making them. It's only a mild exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> they made a crap ton of them, all the ones that you've
0: heard of. That's true.
1: Okay, so this game is a very interesting JRPG. It's... Basically, there are eight different characters spread throughout a giant map. And you can start off with whoever you want, and as you start along your quest, you... Pick up whoever you would like to, or you, uh, and you only commit, complete the quest quests that you would like to until the end. And so it's very much like do as much as you want RPG, and that's the accessibility of it is I think my favorite thing about it because it's a great pick up and play RPG, where like there were I picked it up I beat this game over, oh my god I think I beat I think was, I beat this game almost four years ago. Would you mind just quickly pulling up how long ago this game came out? Because I bought it when it came out at release. Because I got. I got. Ah, oh, fuck. I, fell. I <laughs> fell for the consumer trap. Uh, what's what's the one? Um, where you. Scarcity, so you like want to go buy it because you hear that everyone's like buying. Their people are running out of copies. What's that called again?
0: Uh, FOMO.
1: FOMO, yeah, fuck. I got. Okay, so I got. I got. I got t- taken over by FOMO because I'm not that. Because, sm- you know, Jedi Mind Trick <laughs> will be old Captain Kidded on most days. And. I bought the game, I think, in the first couple of months it came out, but I only just beat it in, oh my god, I think I only beat it in, like, August. July 2018. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, 2018, that's not that bad. How, how many years ago is that? That's three years ago? What years it now?
0: It's 2021, but it's almost 2022.
1: Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, so it's almost four years. Except, no, I guess it came out six months, so three and a half years is accurate. Close enough. If you round up, I win. So, <laughs> and again, when I and here to clarify too, when I say beat the game, it's kids' version of beating the game, which means beat all the main quests, beat all the side quests, get all the coolest gear you can for your crew, and beat any secret bosses. Except I did not beat the secret boss, and we will get into that, because that is some fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but... That aside, the game itself, first, I want to go into the main characters, because that's the heart of this game, and it's, like, the thing that drives everybody the most.
0: There's eight of them, that's why it's called Octopath Traveler.
1: Astute observation. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's... Oh, I guess, oh my god, I just realized too, the path actually is pretty smart, because it's like whatever path you want. As many paths as you want, as few paths as you want.
0: Not as many as you want, there's actually, there's only eight.
1: Yeah, I guess you can't do nine. Well, I guess there's nine if you count the secret. No, not really. Here, and I guess I'll get into that. So here's the structure. Oh, I guess, no, we'll go into the structure after, but the, so the main characters. Oh god, I gotta try to recite this off the top of my head too. So I'm gonna go from my least, kind of least favorite characters to my most. So you have Therion the Thief. Ethereum the Thief, Primrose the Dancer, Celia. No, Ophelia the Cleric, Oberic, or Oberic, Oberic, Ober- sorry, now I like Oberic. Oberic the Warrior, Alfin, the Medic, or sorry, Apothecary. Oh, Hannet. Hannet the Hunter. Cyrus the Scholar, who is my absolute favorite. Oh, and Tressa the Merchant. Nailed it. Did they get everybody? Yeah, I think so. How many was that?
0: Ophelia, Cyrus, Tressa, Ulberic, Primrose, Alfin. Therion, okay. Hannah. Or Hanit, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah! Nailed it! Yeah. <laughs> Champion.
1: And so the names are going to be harder than the actual, like, archetypes of what they are. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'll... And I'm not going to go into everyone's story, just my favorite stories in them, because I, I wouldn't want to spoil too much. But everybody has their own kind of thing. And everyone... You can debate on the pacing of each story and all that. But essentially, everyone's story is structured so that there are four main quests. So it's actually kind of cool. So there are... They start off in eight towns... And then after that, there are another kind I think there's another eight towns that their uh, stories branch off into, but, so they have chapter one in the first town, chapter three, two and three in the next set of towns in the surrounding map. And then the final chapter are in one more town each of that. So it's also like divisible by four or eight or something. The number? I don't remember. Sorry, I don't remember the exact number. So they kind of reuse some towns for different mission quests and kind of it's when you enter a town, you have the option to continue along the main story quest or fuck off and do whatever you want and go in side quests. Everything is structured within a path system or I guess what they call their path system where each character can kind of do a main thing to interact with the world around them. So there's inquiring information from people, getting them to follow you in your party, stealing or buying shit from them, or fighting them and those abilities are divided across the four characters in different ways for kind of different uh, different uh what's in random number what's in rng for different rng roles mm-hmm. so it could be a thing like a rare piece of armor will have like a four percent chance of thieving and if you fail too many times in a town, then you get ostracized by the town and you can't use the inn or buy anything until you pay off the debt. Oh, my God. So that's kind of, so it's a, it's a bit, of, there's an interesting skill check with that. And it goes up, your, sk- your skill goes up as you level your character up too, though. So it's like you bring, okay, so you bring Tressa, the merchant, to a higher level and you go back to the same person later and you can buy something for a cheaper price mm. from them too. So it's like, the more powerful your character goes, the more pow- powerful they are when they interact with the world. And it's actually really cool, too, about how these abilities build on the characters. And, like, it's a bit of more, like, depth lore into it. So, their abilities match their personalities. And these are, like, extra abilities they have that are just kind of like a super bonus ability. Mm-hmm. So, Cyrus is my absolute, again, said favorite. The Scholar, who's um, the mage, kind of. He's the mage of the group. Okay. But, sorry, they call him a Scholar. Oh, yeah, sorry, because they do a lot of things where they they rename classic tropes, which we'll get into when I go down this Yeah, list. I did notice that. Sorry, so Cyrus is the mage, or the black mage, I'd say. He, or the scholar. He, he strongly believes in freedom of information. His whole, his whole story arc is he works for a college that is like, that wants to, that thinks that knowledge is only for the privileged and the well, and he thinks it should be for everybody, for the public, because it's knowledge, it's for everybody. And so his whole character is based on that. And as a cool thing, so like enemies have different weaknesses throughout the world, and if he's in your party, every time you encounter an enemy, it permanently unlocks one of their weaknesses, so it's always displayed on screen. So, like, he believes in freedom of information and that. Hannet, who's the hunter, she gets a crap ton of criticals, because she's a hunter. She's always precise. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
1: Tressa, the merchant, just finds money everywhere, because she just knows how to make (laughs) money out of nothing. And Alfin, the apothecary, who is my other super favorite, and he can concoct um, special potions... And abilities that is like he's actually one of the most like powerful characters in the group because of all the herbs and shit you collect with him, he can basically do everything. He can do almost almost every kind of healing and every damage type, right? Yeah, as well to hit weaknesses in one character just from these. As long as you find these items in the outside world, so that's kind of op as fuck. because if you want if you go for the strategy of always going for enemies weaknesses to stagger them. Sorry, I'll go into the yeah. battle system later though. But that's just he's uh so he's a great character. I love him. The world is now the aesthetic is probably one of the most interesting things of this game. The whole aesthetic of this game is 16-bit. It's 16-bit pixel arc, was not original in a game, but here's where it gets cool. So it's 3D background, 64-bit backgrounds that are just kind of pretty rigid and square as well. They're not very intricate. They're like they look 16-bit too, but there's a bit of 3D-ness to them. And the 16-bit characters are all flat. So it's like a puppet show, like Paper Mario style. Yeah. So it's like these little Paper Mario 16-bit puppets going around, and everything is so in the world is so well constructed with how everything is displayed and all the characters like Story Arcs too. The there's nice little shimmering things when you're out in the exterior world and you're looking on the sandy dunes like this glistening and the sun and all that as it sets same in the desert as it's like a lower orange heat or kind of thing Uh, you go in same thing when you're in um, the forest everything is like just the trees are magnificent and dark greens and it have these like in the caves are yeah so there's like this just beautiful aesthetic throughout the entire world and it gets a bit repetitive at times but where it clears that up is in the very final town for everybody where the final so the mid chapters all feel a little bit reused stuff because you're doing the same thing and you're doing you're doing sorry you're doing a different person's chapter in the same town you've already been before but each final town is so amazing for everyone's story like it's really cool how everything pays off and i made notes for the best ones because they all like tie so intricately the music is ridiculous from this game, and I it's like I actually I put again I put some of the songs into my video game playlist and Gummy Bear I'm not sure I I don't want to play it on here because these companies are yeah. worthless even if it's on Spotify but essentially we just were on Spotify and we played it on Spotify <laughs> from Spotify. no problems
0: from shopping mall
1: oh that's fair. <laughs> it's like the best song in the entire game it's for the the final boss. Or sorry, the super final boss. And like the entire the music in the entire game is great from the combat music to just when you're kind of milling around throughout a town or through the sandy dune areas. But it's the final boss song is the absolute best.
3: We can't play it legally, but pretend we just played Battle at Journey's End from the Octopath Traveler soundtrack.
1: Sorry, I thought something profound was going to happen. <laughs> just eat the microphone. Actually, that would be profound. I would be more impressed than anything. Okay. okay, so final point though, just look up the look up the song for Octopath Traveler, The Battle at Journey's End. It is the most intense battle song of all time. It's well, okay, sorry, not that. That's an overstatement, but it's really good <laughs> along with the entire music and it's like the well, it's like the best track in the entire game and it's just epic for when you're closing down a shift.
0: Look at Tippy.
1: Look, she loves me. Yeah, Tippy's amazing. She looks like a perfect sphinx. Kitty god. So, the gameplay. The gameplay is interesting for a JRPG, and I'm sure these systems have been done before, but because I, I, I don't know enough if they haven't, but it seemed pretty unique. I haven't played one like this. So, when you battle enemies, there's a variety of damage types which the enemies do to you and you do to them so it's all like the same right so there are like clubs axes swords bone arrows etc all your standard weapons weapon types and then you have your same spells your darkness wind lightning all these other jrpg spells and the enemies will use them against you too and that's relevant because one character special ability is she captures enemies like pokemon and they can pull them out for attack so they, you find out that these enemies have, like, they have an axe attack that does a bunch of these things, too. So it's kind of an interesting th- world where it's all well, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's interesting when the you, you know that you and your enemies have the exact same attacks. It's kind of a cool thing when that's integrated into a JRPG, because it's really common for, like, you know, when you play, again, Final Fantasy, like, Sephiroth can do some stuff that you cannot do. So it's really cool that even the final bosses in this game, with the exception of the... No, I even think the final final boss still plays within these rules. I think he still has these damage types.
0: Okay, but how funny would it be if you could capture Sephiroth like a Pokemon? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, she can't capture everybody. She can't capture bosses, but that would be great to capture Sephiroth like a Pokemon. That'd crossover! Be the, see, that would be the best crossover ever. See, oh, you know... Okay, it's not tangent onto Fortnite, but you know when I got like just... I. Okay, I've never played Fortnite a lot. I like it every now and then because it's just the most it's the most fluid Hunger Games to play but it's not like i don't like playing. i don't like it that much it just it was the most fluid hunger games but my one my one defense, my one thing with it here's why like i dropped off and i'm never going to play it again is when it's like now all they do is they just do crossover events and all their skins are just things that exist in our world and i'm like fuck you that's just boring at least they were creating original characters and cool like artwork and shit like that which was always had this nice aesthetic but the uh but yeah what it is now they're just all like rick from rick and morty Little Nas X, like all these dumb skin. Sc- okay, I don't actually know if I saw one for him. I just there's other rappers. <laughs> I've seen I've seen a lot of rappers I don't know, because I'm not I'm not with it.
0: This was my experience with Fortnite. I just wanted to check out this Fortnite thing. Download the game, pull it up. I'll have to make an account. Fuck. Okay, do that. Go to like the intro screen. And I was like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> really. Seriously, <laughs> I was like, "Yep, yeah, this is not this is not my kind of game. I'm not even gonna waste my time here." I
1: think my... Like no,
0: like no, like I don't. Like... So, not crapping on anyone who plays that, ga- that
1: game. I don't want to crap on. No, I, I want to say too. I'm not crapping on anybody that plays the game. My criticism. It's it lots of
0: fun, just not for me.
1: No, it is a fun game. It is fun. It's just that my criticism of it is with the company where I'm just like they're lazy now. They just do crossover. They just get paid. They get paid money. These companies pay that money to put them into the game, and then yeah. their product is in their game. So it's just fucking advertisements now. It's just it's so ab- they're like EA, basically. Basically, except it's even worse because EA at least it's like you have to pay for it and shit like that. And you know you're paying for a game. Mm. Fortnite's free, so they're getting paid to put out a free game right. have have these extra skins on for sale and shit like that too. So they're getting money for the advertisements. They're probably could okay, they need for the
0: advertisements to-, to make it free. But he can pay, do to pay for like you know the developers and like the staff. So I don't know. Like of it, course I, they need advertisements. That's, that's
1: no, no, But that's what the that's what the sale the sale shop is for. That's what the very the very manipulative sale shop is for. Right. With okay. The, I don't. With the time like, events.
0: Let's not get stuck on. Fortnite, no, no, sorry. Please. I don't. Wanna,
1: sorry. That's that's a whole other topic. Or, oh. I was just
0: trying to make a joke. Let's move on. No, no sorry, Back to Octopath. <laughs> no, sorry.
1: I don't. Sorry. Again, no problems with the people that play the game. My problems with the company. So back to Octopath though. Um, Oh, sorry. I flipped my page back. Gameplay though, so the entire game is based around doing you. So you can either just wear your opponent down as they have their shield up. So they'll have like a hit meter for. Oh, the former crewmate. Would like, back. The former crewmate would like to be let back in. Stubby, you're welcome Fool. back. you yourself, welcome back into the captain's cabin. I invite you in.
0: <laughs> She's a vampire. So. Oh
1: yeah, I guess. Oh, Stubby the vampire cat. I like that. <laughs> So, the, so yeah, you can either just, the, oh, sorry, the opponent will have a weak, a stagger meter, which will be like, they will take so you have to hit their weak spot so many times to get it, get down to zero and stagger them. And that's when they're vulnerable to a crap ton of damage, like for, from any side of anything. The... And it is a significant amount. Like, they take basically twice the amount of damage if they get staggered, essentially. So if you can time everything properly. And there's so much... With the character abilities, there's so much room to fuck around and break the game. <laughs> like, that's the best thing about it, because of how flexible yeah. everything is. And when I get... Because eventually, you unlock dual classes. So you can get a... Every, you can dual class everybody. So you can do... Okay, so dumb shit. So I found out that okay so somebody's magical def- I think it's like I think it's like magical defense is what dictates how well your healing works so I gave it to my black mage who has the highest magical defense in my entire team so he's also he's the highest attack and defense and now he's a healer so it's like instant full heal like I just basically I mostly have to worry about one hits in the game because I am just like boom just like instantly heal everything and so it's like you can break the game in really fun ways though, because there's other things too with the um, there's a BP point system where you get these you get a little point every system for like an extra attack. So instead of attacking one hit in a turn, you can attack four times in a turn, or you can do one super hit in a oh, turn. Dang. And you plan all this kind of stuff too. Plus the way they lay out uh, how at the who's attacking in a round. It's up in the corner of the screen. It shows you what's going to happen, what the order is going to be next turn, and what the order is this turn, and you can fuck around with it. And that kind of thing, too. Oh, yeah. like, if you def- like, if you choose to block, you immediately get bumped up to the very front of the former thing. Yeah. With the exception of some bosses have... Some bosses will have an ability where, like, if you stagger a boss, they automatically get the first hit next turn, no matter what. So you'll be, like, first after them. Okay. So you can just customize so much different shit in the game. Plus, there's... Oh my god, I found out this thing way you can break the game too because there's like bonus passive abilities you unlock through classes. So, like, if when I maximize the black mage class or the white mage class, I unlock passive abilities for my character. And you can swap around once you get into the late game because you can unlock in the late game, you unlock a third. There's four, th- third, three, sorry, there are four hidden third classes that are like the best like, party classes in the game, so there's only four of them, they're fucking OP as shit,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: they're amazing, and they're so fun to play with, and once you get those, and you can swap them out, then you can end up, you can you learn that you can trade abilities with, so it's not even set in stone, your side abilities, so, like, I got one dude who had every single passive ability in the game, and I basically had, like, one from one class, one from another class, one from third <laughs> class, one from fourth one to break it, to make him just ridiculous. So the game is, it's, The game itself is a very, very much a make your own RPG. And so a lot of people criticize it about being kind of a linear storytelling and a problem with this, a problem in the game structurally that they, I think they fixed a little bit is that the characters don't interact a lot with each other because there's no, like, they won't interact with each other during a quest. So it's not going to be like when Cyrus is on the pursuit of this hidden tome he's after at no point is somebody going to be like in a cutscene for the story. It'll just be Cyrus by himself because, and they had to make it that way though, because the game is like, you can pick up or not pick up any characters you want. So they can't, it's hard to write dialogue for every single scenario, but I think they mitigated it in a bit of creative way where as you're traveling around with different characters in your party, once you enter a town or some even um, enemy areas, it will, you can press the, you can press the start or one of the buttons to trigger travel banter. And essentially, then your characters interact with each other, and they'll have, like, cute things. And the best ones are for the end game. after you've beaten, like, a bunch of the stories. Oh, really? Yeah, once you get, there's points when you get to the, when you finally get into a pub, and there's four of them, and they have these hilarious things. Like, there's one where they have a drinking contest, and I'm pretty sure that Alfin beats everybody, (laughs) the medic, because he's just, like, Alfin is the best. He's, like, just a, he's, like, a down-to-earth farm boy that's super simple and super happy, and he's, oh, god, I love him so much, and he's the best. Sorry, anyway... Yeah, so there's just a lot of custom. There's a lot of customization within the game for every way of playing it, which is kind of cool. And then there's like this mild travel ban- travel banter in between areas uh, that's completely optional, or you can just skip it and play through. So here are just some here are my random notes that I think are kind of funny as things I thought were relevant to tell everybody. The trees flutter in the wind and that's important to me because i like little details like that like True. so here's another good example of tree of trees that flutter well is the animal crossing trees True. now here's some bad example of video game trees pokemon sword and shield oof not i know that's not a hot take but i'm just saying Didn't even that finish
0: that game uh, but i'm just so saying that,
1: me neither well i don't i don't i don't remember if i did or not but I'm just saying <laughs> it's that... Even worse. But I... Uh, but no, but that's why... That's I know it sounds stupid, but that's why, again, trees fluttering nicely is a nice detail for me. Like, that's really... It's There's so much detail in this game. Oh, shit. I want to say, too, is, like, uh, for streamlining things, too. So when you go up to an inn or a shop, you don't have to go into it and then talk to a housekeeper. Just, like, you go to the door and it's just like, boom, stay for the night. Boom, buy shit. Like, it's... They streamline stuff. Yeah. So, and again, that's where... My only real bitch, and we'll get. I think my notes are at the end for that. For the end game grind is pretty frickin' intense, for that final boss, and even that didn't pay off. But that's more of a structural thing. Right. But the game itself is like, no, I think like if you don't if you don't do what I did, the game is perfect. Like, it, or it is fine as it is. If you want an old school JRPG. So Ophelia, the character who's like she's like the cleric who's the or the white mage. She's on a quest to uh, move this sacred flame around, or she has, so she's for this religion, and they do this ceremony every so many years, and they transport the sacred flame to the main chapels throughout the region. So, she's, like, on her kind of of coming-of-age quest like that. And it's a nice story, too, because then she has her childhood friend whose father is, like, a sickly preacher in her hometown, and he dies, so... Then like this evil dude is like tries to crupper and be like, if you join the dark side, I can bring your father back to life. <laughs> oh. And then so like the end thing is like you're in this with Ophelia in the final town. You're in this. Uh, you're in this town that's like an entire cult town. Oh my god! Here's what I mean for like little details for like the world. So mm-hmm. you can talk to every NPC like re- like pretty much interact with them even like a dot, and you can find out their backstory mm-hmm. for the for most of them. And even the dog is a backstory. I <laughs> shit you not. Like wow. that's that's they just everybody every NPC you can interact with and do a different shit with. It's so cool. cool. You can steal shit from the dog. Like it's there's stuff to do with everything. So the sorry, my point though is that when you get to her town though, you find everybody no everybody's like a religious zealot. They only talk about their religion when you interact with them. And when you <laughs> raid their inventories, they all have nothing on them. And when you Ooh. read their character bios, they all say they are a pious man or they are a pious woman <laughs> and that's all it is because they're all fucking indoctrinated cult members oh my God. and uh but it's a cute thing with her though she like loves children and it's a nice little character thing with her that's kind of unique to everybody else and uh, she has a lot of cute story beats with like kids and it's as like a guiding person who's like you know she's founded on religious ideal and uh, she's just a great like nice wholesome character i love also she's one of my favorite uh of the female characters yeah okay, here, I mean, have my about everything glistening, which I love. Uh, okay, so all the towns are really interesting in this place, too. Like, Hannah and her people, and they're all unique in their cultures. Like, Hannah, the hunter, everybody there talks like old Shakespeare, like really bad Shakespeare.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, thus and I remember thee, and that, yeah.
1: All that, and that's kind of, and they're all like that. And you, you, you'll run into NBCs that have this dialect throughout the world, and they're like, oh, I'm traveling from here, and it's all connected. <laughs> And that's a coolest thing with the end story, and I'll They'll do that in the end notes for like mega spoilers for the game. But it's everything connects in a fucking cool way, so to speak. But yeah, so everybody just has like stories and things to do, weapons to steal, gear to find, and stuff like that. And then you kind of get the all the side quests in the game are done through these path actions as well, though. So like every single action, every single side quest, except for a few, they're like go kill a secret boss monster, which there are many of which I always appreciate. Mm-hmm. Many secret hidden bosses. It's fucking cool. But they, uh, they all end up being like, steal a thing from a person or get some hidden information from a person. And so a lot of it is just like, all the side quests are all just using these actions from these characters to do stuff throughout the game. Uh, Primrose, who was... Okay, so... Primrose... Her story was, like, the best story until it fell on its face. Is that the dancer? That's the dancer. And, okay, so here, now I'm in my, so I'm in my kind of end notes for the, um, character. So here's, here's the stories I like the most, and I just want to talk about this. Permos was the coolest one. So she was a dancer, or the, she's the assassin archetype, but she was a, she was a princess from a kingdom that fell, and her and her dad went into hiding, And they were, her dad was the king, and because they were, and they were betrayed by the three men with crow tattoos, and their faces were covered, so Primrose didn't see it, but she saw these three men that have the crow tattoo, and they were the Order of the Crow, or some ominous shit like that. So, she kind of ends up, kind of, through her journey, she kind of ends up just working as a dancer, and... I don't think she's like explicitly a prostitute, but she's like, kind of like, it's a little bit like the Jap, although there, there's that implication. There's some like that adult truck humor in there about that implication about things. But essentially she's like, she dances and eludes men with her sexy dancing and stuff like that. And so her story is like a story of revenge where she's going out for these three. She's trying to find these three guys that killed her father and as a character, she's, like, as a playable character, she's really fun, too. She has, like, she's the buff character, or she, so she or so she, like, she's also kind of, like, the bard. She buffs everybody, so she's fucking dope for that. But the thing that sucks about it is that they kind of try to, in the final chapter, or I guess it's kind of, like, the third chapter, they, they do kind of, like, a weird twist thing, where, like, in the second chapter, they introduce, like, her childhood friend. And then in the third chapter, they reveal that that childhood friend... Was the mastermind behind her betrayal, and it was just kind of weird because he wasn't like he wasn't a centerpiece in the second chapter. They should have introduced him in the very first one, like in the very first chapter, so you kind of have like the yeah. build up. It was just it was just weird, and that's where I'm like, it was the and it ended perfectly, but it just like fell in his face a little bit halfway through as a bit of a, a story criticism. But so the final area for Primrose is it's a town full of actors. Everybody in this town is an expiring actor. They have a huge coliseum that's like a massive theater. The final dungeon for her is you're going through this huge... You're going through this huge theater with like a crowd, with an audience and all that kind of stuff. And when you finally get to the end, the final boss is you fighting your childhood friend on stage. It just It's like the only battle scene that does this in the game. But you guys are on a stage, and there's like the mist, and there's like the slow, dramatic piano music, which is the second best track in the entire game. <laughs> And it's just, and it's like this calm, dramatic, like mu- Yeah, so it's fucking great, and it's this. So the bad battle is very well done, intense, and, and shit, and like that whole thematic thing. Cyrus's final boss was really good. There's this girl who's like the assistant of a, pro- of a professor from her. It was the assistant of a professor from somebody in his university that turns out to be evil. Also, though, that was revealed in the third chapter, but that was introduced in the first one, so I thought structurally it worked a lot better. And she was also, like, somebody in the background that was like, you don't even remember her, and you're like, oh, but she was there, so I was like, aha. So she's trying to revive some kind of demon lord thing. I think his name is Gaius or Gaius or something like that. And then he... And he has kind of like great character growth because I think I think the final boss is her, but essentially you, or maybe it's like she gets fucked up by a demon and then demonica or whatever. But Cyrus is like, he has a point where there's this hidden knowledge where it's like how to, it tells you how to revive this evil God. But it also says that he will eventually come back no matter what. So you have to, here's how to seal him. So he's kind of torn with like, okay, well, this is information. Maybe it'd be safer to destroy this and not have anybody fuck with it, or he leaves it because that would give people hope so they could fight it if it came back to him. So he has like he actually has like a moment where he's like actually questions mm-hmm. doing the thing that he like he actually has a moment where he's like oh like maybe I should do this, Cool. but then he decides not to. And that was the whole reason why he got expelled from his university is because he it was like some kind of bullshit scandal thing, but it's because he pissed off the dean because he wanted to share information with everybody because he believes it's all public. Oh comments. yeah. So I think, by far, he had the best story in the entire game. And I'm being biased, too, because, again, I just loved him as a character. He's really awkward, and he always has his foot <laughs> in his mouth. Girl, And, like, sometimes a girl will try to be like cute and flirt with him, and he'll just, like, fuck it up, and he just, like... <laughs> and, do, and there's, like, a recurring thing with all your female teammates where they're all like, yeah, you're not really good with girls, are you? He's like, you know what? I hear that a lot. And he's, like, so fucking clueless. Like, it's so endearing, because he's just... You know what I mean? He's, like, just the airheaded scholar. scholar. Uh, the game... Oh, God. And for when you beat the final credits, and I don't remember... I don't actually remember what triggers the final credits in the game. I think it might be the first time you beat somebody's final boss in Chapter 4 or whatever. But it basically ends with a montage of all your boss kills. So the entire credits roll <laughs> and it's like whoever you had in your party with whatever status elements and all that kind of stuff, it's just like a thing of all the final boss kills you had. Because there's at that point, too... I don't know what would happen if you only played through it with one person, because I like played through it with all of them. So I basically had like fucking sixteen or whatever, however many. What's three times? What's three times eight? Twenty four. I had twenty four boss kills <laughs> for like my. Please don't ask credits. me that question. And that was just for like chapter three, because again, that was the first boss at chapter four I'd beaten. So it was kind of like it didn't even get to beat thirty two bosses have have in there. There's actually even more because there's like eight. Oh, God. Okay, this... okay. Yeah. Sorry. So there's 32 plus another four. So there's 40 <laughs> plus another one. So there's 41. Not including all these side bosses and side oh quests. Oh, my and shit goodness. Like that. A lot of content, though. As for more things, and just as I don't want to go into these too deep, but as uh, other final towns that mirror somebody's backstory, Tressa the Merchant. She goes to a merchant fair, so everybody's a fucking merchant, and that's where you get some of the best gear in the game because everybody's a fucking salesperson, so they all have the best shit and <laughs> the yeah. most expensive stuff. So, and that's kind of, you can talk to everybody about where they sell things, and she has a cute coming-of-age story about just learning to be a good merchant, and it's, you don't have to go into it too far, but it is really cute and nice. And I think the stories are balanced like that too, though, because they have, the stories are, um, the story is, some of them are light, some of them are heavy, but they're all kind of, and they all are connected. Uh, the cleric, oh yeah, sorry, I said, I'm not talking about the religious town. Oh, right on the paper here. Sorry. Oberic the warrior. Uh, his final town is a police state where it's like everybody gets received capital punishment. And his is like, he had this old kind of crazy revenge story about this knight that had betrayed him. Although that wasn't like that wasn't supposed to be a reveal. It was like you always knew that he was betrayed by somebody. He was just trying to figure out who betrayed him, but there wasn't like a reveal. It was just like somebody that was some random nameless guy. But that was cool though, because that was his story wasn't supposed to be that. It was just supposed to be a him being the unbending blade. Oh my god. One last little detail too. Sorry. The So okay, so I mentioned earlier. The oh yeah sorry and last thing is Theron I don't care so much about him but he had a thief town so there's just details <laughs> so the when so I'd mentioned earlier that when you're in the combat system each there's like a BP system or I think it's bonus point or something but basically you can like charge it up you or stack them up every round and then you can use them all for like multiple attacks or one mega attack and when you do this. When you reach out max four, every character will say like a thing that's based on their class or their character, kind of. So like the Claire or Ophelia is really cute, and she's like, "Let's spread the miracle healing." <laughs> and the Oberic is my second favorite, where he's
0: like, "My blade is unending." Oh my god! I I remember when i played only a little bit like they all just like keep saying the the same things over and over
1: again that's all that's all jrpgs though because they also do that weird voice thing too or like in the dialogue scenes like they say like three words of dialogue and it's not even tied up to what the long sentence is (laughs) but that's like a very jrpg trope thing right i think that's i think that's just for that's just like the japanese have always been very good at compartmentalizing shit right so they're just getting a lot of stuff into a small compartment space and you can only put so much audio data into that right so I think that was always like a, that. That was always seemed like a structural compromise for video games. Sorry, mm-hmm. but the the best one though is Cyrus, who is like my focus is unparalleled. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. So as for final mega spoilers in the game, and here's like all the final end game content. I already mentioned like the hidden classes, which are super cool, and I don't want to say what those are exactly, but because you find shrines throughout the game, which are that's how you dual class everybody. but then and so you can find these make these like super shrines whenever in the game, but it's like level 50 or sorry that's like that's a huge that's a high fucking thing too and it's like it's ridiculous. but it recommends like level 50. but then you get to like a level then the boss is like level 60 or 70 almost to beat it. It's ridiculous. Right. For sorry, not the bosses like the boss to because the for the super classes you need to beat a boss. That's really hard, and those are really fun battles too, but they're also ridiculous. Like, I actually had to I actually had to go to a strategy guide for these bosses, particularly, because they were so... They kind of beat my ass more than once. But story-wise, and how everything kind of pays off... and I think there's only, like, one or two storylines that don't quite... Oh, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll say this in a second here. Sorry, I'll shut up. Okay, so... Here's the final boss of the game. And here's my big bitch about it. Because... It's a really cool thing that builds up to it. So the only way to unlock this is that you have to beat every single side quest. You have to beat, like, certain side quests in the game. So there's, like, 15 that you have to beat specifically. And those, like, because the characters, because the same thing, too, is that the characters in the world interact because you come up with one NBC in one town and one in another one and one quest will help another one. Like, everything is connected. It's all very well written, Mm -hmm. very smartly written. And when... But after you've done that, then one last quest will pop up. You go beat this quick mini-boss. That's, like, really easy. It's
2: it's
1: like a reskin. And then you... After that, you unlock a final travel point that you can't get to anyway except for fast traveling. Which is the Ruins of Hornburg. Which is an alluded-to kingdom that fell. That that's what Oberic was tied to. Is That's his fallen kingdom. Different, fr- different from Primrose's. But... It was, but still, it was kind of like, that's the famous one in this region that had this big thing, coup, that nobody knew what happened. Mm. So you get to the final area, and then you see this girl that was the as the daughter of the Dark God, or his bloodline. And she's trying to re- revive the Dark God, Goliath, or Galactus, or whatever the fuck his name was. I don't actually remember. It's something with a G. <laughs> all these, all those final Japanese bosses always have G names. But anyway. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Greg. Yeah, it's just Greg. So the final boss, Greg, (laughs) is, okay, so first to get to it, you go, you get one last save point, and then you go to a thing where all you have is, all you have is what you have with you, and you can go to a station thing to, like, swap out party members, because you can only have four members in your party at any given time, and... You bite, you fight shadow versions of previous bosses, which are harder but not incomparable to what your actual level should be, which at this point you should be about after you've gotten like the secret classes and all that sh- stuff, you should be about level 65 or so, right? And these these aren't too bad with that too, especially with the secret classes because those things just like bulldoze through shit. Mm. If you have each of the four ones in your party of four, it's ridiculous. So you beat eight bosses, and every time you beat a boss, you get a piece of lore that kind of gives you some like the last little piece of information to tie everything together. That's really smartly done. So for like Primrose's thing, you find out that her kingdom being taken out was a part of taking down taking down the uh, Hornburg or Horn Hornburg. Okay. Uh, you find out more detail about the guy that had sold out the king of Hornburg. There's a notebook that Tressa has throughout her entire journey that is just like it's like it's like alluded to. It's a pirate's memento essentially. That's her friend, but then you find out that that has information about how to revive the dark god because it just somebody in her act. Somebody tries to steal it randomly for no reason, and there's like what.
2: Hmm. But
1: then you kind of find out the reason for that. Uh, another thing is here's the second thing that ties us together. Oh yeah, so there's two main things that lines that tie together. Oh, and because I totally skipped Hannah's thing, which is a really cool story too. So the first main line of story that ties together is all of the stuff with like the Ruins of Hornburg and the Fallen Kingdoms and trying to revive the Dark, the dark God. As a secondary thing, there's like three plots are tied to this kind of. So Hanit is... Her master went out on a hunt to kill a beast, or the Red Eyes, which is like this legendary monster in the region. And it's... She can't go... And, yeah, sorry, so she can't... So she goes out to hunt Red-Eyes, and she, as she finally kills it... Oh, yeah, because the whole thing with this this monster is petrification. So Mm -hmm. it petrifies people, that's why it's the most deadly one, so you go through a bunch of shit to get special herb for that. And then you kill this beast. And then what you find out, eventually... Oh, no, I think it is tied to that, because it's like... That... The Red-Eyes was, like, a failed experiment to revive the Dark God... Ooh. so it was like it was erno it was one of the one of the people that like tried to do it and he got fucked up in the experiment. and he slowly turned into the beast that that became the red eyes and sorry so i forgot there's only two things that tied to the separate thing but it's like they're not tied to the overall story but it's alfin's thing where when he was a kid he met this mage that had he met this mage that had or that cured him when he was a kid and that's or sorry this apothecary and that's what inspired alfin to become an apothecary and his coming of age stories he meets this guy in the end and this guy that inspired him who's much more cynical now he's a much more cynical man than when he than when alfin was a kid mm. oh because there's a point too where this guy like this doctor guy is like gonna let a dude die because he's like a known criminal
2: so mm. he's like
1: you're just like you're just gonna kill somebody again so i'm not gonna bother killing you and that actually, Alfin has a crisis moment with that, too, because he heals the guy, and then this guy stabs somebody and kills them, and then runs off. <laughs> so Alfin has to go kill him and be like, well, yeah, you're a murderer now, so that. And then so Alfin has a crisis, though, for what he should do. So again, he has a, a very interesting story, too, But and it comes full circle where he ends up saving this dude that saved his life back in the day. But this guy, I think the guy that he saved knew the dude that turned into the red eyes. Or Something like that, or something like that, and it was kind of it was a weird thing, but yeah, so everything ties together. And sorry, I'm butchering this name because I don't have notes on this directly. One final thing there's one quest that's kind of like a bit of a Game of Thrones joke where you're like the queen oh, no. of dragons, so you're going after <laughs> dragon eggs, and you end up finding the egg master, and he just makes a, a literal fuck ton of egg puns. <laughs> it is, I shit you not, just google I Octopath Traveler Egg Master, it is. Two minutes you will not regret. I cannot say enough. And that's all I have to say about the game that was only fucking hour long of me just talking about this JRPG.
0: (laughs) And And this was
1: supposed to be the quick
0: one, so hold on to your hats, everybody. Well, I want to say that, too, here
1: I want to get into this, though, because I want to say I put 100 hours in that fucking game. Yeah. Oh, final bitch about the final boss, though, because this is the important thing, where you should not do this. So this is fucking stupid. You beat the eight fucking mini-bosses, like, before you get to the super final boss... He is, like, the epitome of one of those JRPG bosses where you're like, fuck you, this is just not (laughs) fair. Like, fuck off. This is not... Right. This doesn't feel fair in the slightest way. And there are some guys, like, there's... Like, you'll hear game reviewers talk about this, where they're like, yeah, don't do it. You have to get to a retardedly high level, and it's just not worth it. Because, like, I grinded... I think I grinded to level 85, you beat all these shadow bosses at 65. and I grinded 20 extra fucking levels, and I think I put over 120 hours in this fuck goddamn game.
2: Mm.
1: About 30 of them, I'm right sorry, maybe about 20 of them, just grinding out those last levels. Maybe not 20, but it was just I was like watching TV while I was doing it. But yeah, so like more more than I should have grinding these fucking levels, and I just gave up and I was like, fuck it. I'm like, this is just way too <laughs> much time that's worth just to beat this one boss. Like I'm just I don't have enough time in my lifetime to make this worth it. But listen to that final track. It's a good fucking track. The boss is just an
3: asshole. Yeah. Just to clarify, my exact problem with the structure of how this final boss is designed is the final eight shadow bosses, even at a high level, take about half an hour to 40 minutes to beat. Then you have this almost impossible, very unfair boss to fight, and there's no save point after those shadow bosses. So every time you just want to attempt this boss, it's like an almost hour investment just to try. And to me, that's not worth it time-wise.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I'd so say beat everything up. Get all the secret classes and beat the eight shadow bosses to get the final lore, And that's consider that your end game goal. Then just let the Dark God come, go, god come to life and kill everything. The end. Or, actually... Because the Dark God only gets revived when the protagonist enters the room, technically if you never enter, he never gets revived because the person reviving the God is an NPC. That's how you actually break a JRPG. By just putting it down <laughs> and not playing it. Then the Dark God can never
0: come to life. Of course. You saved the world. You're, a, not hero. You're a hero by not playing now.
1: Yes. Fucking champion. <laughs> I'm a goddamn legend, Gummy Bear. That's true. So, you played the game a little bit. Okay, so here, I know. Only you, a
0: little bit, and it was a couple years ago now.
1: I know. But again, for anything you've seen, though, for aesthetic and all that, just give me a quick. Opinion I don't know if that, that was
0: audible. It was a couple years ago.
1: And, like, what did you <laughs> think about everything I told you about? Because, again, I talked to you a little bit about this over the last few months. We've been trying to hoard some of this for yeah. this very moment. But, yeah, so any thoughts
0: or anything about my fucking ramblings? I'm glad you got through that boss that you hated so much you did right no i didn't get through them oh what the fuck? no no i didn't know i had
1: to put it down and gave this fuck it i'm just I don't sorry i that.
0: thought you meant i sorry i thought i, I get... got those confused because there was one with final fantasy that i thought you said that about so just my brain just nope no no, no, no. It,
1: it was no no it's okay it was just uh, octopath was yeah i just gave up because i was like there's not enough time in my lifetime to make it <laughs> worth beating this boss
0: <laughs> the that i'm glad you didn't waste your time
1: yeah, well I did, but it was like, I but it is what it is. I'm glad you stopped wasting your time. Yeah. So my the, the victory for me was just putting it down and being like, fuck it, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I Final Fantasy and again yeah, going into this, I don't feel my time was as wasted for Final Fantasy VII remake, but I did put more time than I should have into. It. Well, not that I, no, mm-hmm. I'll get into that. I do want to complete it eventually, but I'm just burnt out after the Octopath. Yeah. No, I think what I mean is if I hadn't burned myself out on Act of Octopath, I probably would have actually completed Final Fantasy if I hadn't wasted like. 30 hours on Octopath and just finishing all that shit and doing that extra shit. But that'll be for after the break. Gummy Bear, what's your favorite JRPG boss of all time?
0: I don't know. Never thought about that before. Hmm. Me neither. I have to think about this. I've also never logged it in my brain. I was like, this is such a great boss. <laughs> I have. I just... I think the funniest one is um, Final Fantasy X, where you, like, basically can't lose. <laughs> oh, lame. It is. Ew, lame. But it's really hard to get to that point, so...
1: You know what I loved was Dragon Quest XI's Super Final Boss, which I think also had a G name.
0: <laughs>
1: it was Gary. So Greg and Gary. Basically, he was. You had to do a bunch of extra shit for that, but it was like well done. Like it was really fun post game content. Like I actually, had, I had a blast beating every single quest in Dragon Quest uh, Eleven. Yeah, like holy shit. As a, I don't want to go, I don't want to go back and do a review for that game. But if you again, if you want to a JRPG that's more worth doing everything, I'd say play Dragon Quest Eleven. But Octopath is fucking dope too. Again, if you again, if you're a weirder like me and you like kind of gaming history again this game isn't like a (laughs) this isn't a historical game it's just like an homage to historical games which is i think why i appreciated it and again though i kind of wanted to again that's i think it's interesting to compare these two modern jrpgs one that's like old school like again with some again i want to say too actually through octopath worth bringing up there was not a lot of level grinding i think very most for every in between chapters i only had to grind like for one person's chapter every out of every segment essentially because like they'll just come to a point when you're going into a new chapter you need to get up a couple levels but then by just by playing it you level up naturally and just by beating everybody's story you level up if you do all the levels or everybody's story at least that's how it works for me so you probably you might have to grind more if you're just playing through like with one character or two yeah I think that's all thank you for indulging me everybody if you have any thoughts or comments on Octopath Traveler, please fucking comment. Sorry, uh, sorry. Whoa! I don't, I don't even know what I'm trying. I don't even know where that came from. I'm not, not trying to be aggressive. I was just like, I don't know. I don't even know why. My brain's all blah. But, I probably can watch it. If you
0: comment, he won't please be angry
1: about I will not be angry if you comment. I'll be so happy. I'll be fucking over... I will be ecstatic if somebody comments. Comment and tell me what your favorite character was in Octopath Traveler. Or if it wasn't, I don't know, just say something nice, or, I don't know, or don't, I don't care. Either way. Oh yeah, also, don't worry about like liking and subscribing and shit, just tell people about us, tell people about our show, <laughs> spread the word vocally, that's the most you can do for us if you do want to do something for us, we would appreciate, just vocally tell somebody that hey, this is a show, and this captain guy isn't, this is captain isn't guy. half bad. He's slightly better than not bad, but not as bad as totally bad.
0: Come here, it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. No one's going to question that. <laughs> we are never wrong, so. Okay, break time. See you in a second.
2: from all day.
1: So sit down, sit down, sit down Welcome back to late train game reviews
0: We're back and it's late
1: Final Fantasy 7 Remake Yay This was also made by the company formerly known as Square and Enix They made every JRPG ever
0: Don't you know they have um, a legal patent on JRPGs?
1: I I did not know that, but it (laughs) sounds very believable. Why don't you kick this one off, Guy Bear?
0: What? No. No. Uh.
1: (laughs) What's the gist of the game?
0: Of the remake?
1: Yeah, because we already covered Final Fantasy VII as like our first late train game review episode. And uh oh,
0: shit, I'm so bad at this. Um So there's this environmentalist group in this place called Midgar where they used they use like energy from the planet, which is actually spirit.
1: Oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. I
0: guess it is. (laughs) It's literally kind of made of dead people. Um, Souls. It basically eats souls. And so they built, like, this whole, like, city. But it's, like, raised up. So there's also, like, many segments of cities called the slums down below. And our heroes live in the slums. And they are called avalanche and they hire um a missionary i guess you could call it, huh? a missionary yeah i don't know like
1: a mercenary
0: no <laughs> that's yeah that's it yeah, yeah they hire, oh they hire, fuck i was hire, so i was so a, close
1: they hire a, a, pre- a preacher man to go and convert the foe <laughs> like,
0: no you, don't stop. Us.
1: Don't. you need to go with the way of god <laughs> Thank you I actually want for to... telling
0: me the right word, but... I
1: actually wouldn't mind saying Christian. Okay, Remake so they hire... I, I
0: was really close. So they... <laughs>
1: Cloud from small So they
0: hire a mercenary named Cloud, and he also knows one of the people from childhood. And he's just really angsty and... And, he, and he's all like, I don't care about anything. Ugh. Edgelord, he's super edgelord. He has spiky hair. He has spiky
1: hair, he has a big sword, his personality is edgy. He's just an edgelord.
0: To the point where it's kind of annoying. Oh, well, I have a... He develops. He actually he develops. De- No, yes, the character the development... The is he develops. ...is the point, but, like, it's still annoying. Well,
1: oh, in the beginning, it's a lot of that, too. <laughs> well, the same thing, too, where I was... I Where's
0: my me? money? I, I,
1: was, you know I, was I, I haven't even got through the synopsis, this
0: but this where, I'm... I, just say, I
1: thought Bear was the hugest dick in the first hour of the year. I was like, he's a
0: giant dick. It sure is. like, what the hell? He's like... Sorry, go on, though.
1: Continue, I like what um, you're doing.
0: Well, okay, and then...
1: So here, I think, and then maybe just go with what, like, the summarize the last half of the game in two sentences.
0: Of part one, so they meet up with Aerith, who's, like, magical, ancient person.
1: Spoilers, I guess. That's already, I've
0: already done that. This is why I'm not <laughs> probably, supposed to going, do this. keep going, keep, going,
1: keep, going, keep, just no, just quick, just summary, quick summary. That's what, that's what this first thing is.
0: And okay so the plate one of the sections of the upper city falls down on the bottom city they have to go rescue their friend from the evil soul eating company and then they fight this other guy who doesn't also doesn't like the soul eating company and then they're like we gotta go on an adventure i don't know see that was terrible no. Why did you let me do
1: that? Because I did the last one and I just talked for an hour. <laughs> I feel like I deserved a nine minute break.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. So...
1: I'm not, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I was just trying to make you feel <laughs> it's like, it's like I just need a little, little thing. Plus, on you're right. the, I also, I also did the first game mostly, right? I know you're playing through the, you're playing through the original. But you have
0: notes. One. Like I didn't write down like what I was gonna say as a summary. So that was a really bad summary. Well, it's... if anyone's listening to this who's never played the game before, they'll just be like, "What are you even talking about?" Okay, so
1: what well, do you want me to do? <laughs> quickly do it in a couple seconds. No, things? it's okay. Okay. So the, it's I, funny if we leave it like that. So the important, the important <laughs> thing with this game, everybody, is that it is—it probably is like ends about like as a where the first disc of the first game left off, basically when you leave Midgar.
0: Which I want to talk about.
1: Yeah, because I don't know when that originally ha- the original game was on three discs, and I don't know when that originally happened. But basically, this game is only the first third of the original Final Fantasy. That being said, it has as much if not possibly more content than the original final fantasy oh yeah in the game itself not including the dlc which we have not played because you need a ps5 to do that we don't have that kind of money oh really i didn't even know that pretty sure it's pretty sure it's ps5 exclusive i didn't see it doesn't show up on the ps4 store Store i'll have to double check that or but uh maybe i'll do when you're talking about something but (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I' pretty sure I didn't couldn't see it. I didn't see it when I was there, or yeah, when I looked. So, characters—the most important part about the game—because that was the what I said last time—is that the game itself would be more it's forgettable true. if they didn't have the if they didn't have the dynamic characters that they had. Who do we have? So who who are? Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> so our four main protagonists. Our our main protagonist is Cloud, who is the mercenary edge boy. Then we have in the avalanche ragtag team of players, we have Barrett, who is the hulking black man. That's their leader.
3: Just to be clear right now, it is currently amateur hour.
1: Oh my God! Okay, so another
0: microphone fail. I actually
1: almost want to say, you know how we have like awkward edit? You need to almost put like amateur moment. And be like every boom. time microphone every is on, just a totally different fucking setting, or not even plugged in. Oh my God! <laughs> so echoey, Jesus Christ! We're, oh, we're more plugged in than last time. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Either way, sorry about that audio. Uh, like I said, though, that octopath wasn't the focus of this anyway, though. Because <laughs> one of these games, I put. 200 million hours into, and one of these games, I also put half a million hours into. Gummy Bear played it, so. Slightly, slightly more. You played uh, you played Final Fantasy slightly more than Octopath?
0: I put, yeah, well, I mean, I played through the f- remake, and then I also played through, like, I didn't, I kind of I hit a point where I kind of, like, was like oh i'll put this later like mm-hmm. my interest kind of faded a little bit but you actually beat it though like no 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 with the original because i it was on sale and i bought the original Oh i was talking about the remake i was talking about final fantasy so VII i finished remake. the remake so i can talk about that but yeah. then i also like now ne- i also started playing i got past the point of where it is in the remake so right i so i can compare what i think between both so Okay, I didn't realize
1: that. Sorry, I thought that I no, I didn't I didn't mean to say that you beat. I was saying you beat Final Fantasy VII Remake, yes. the original one. Sorry. Goddamn, we got. Oh god, I keep forgetting I have to distinguish between that. Yeah. Can we just well, say remake? Can we just say remake for it for the rest of this? Because that way we're just saying or yeah, or, the ma- obviously
0: the main thing we're classic, talking classic
1: classic and remake.
0: The only thing, the main thing we're talking about today is the remake. Main one, yeah. Um, and if we're referencing the original, we'll say it's the original. Classic. We don't have to say remake OG. every time. Just. We'll have to say
1: original. Okay, fine. New Final Fantasy. Okay, anyway. <laughs> young, hot... Don't final, worry about young it. Young, hot Final Fantasy <laughs> is... <sighs> Okay, sorry. And then, yeah, final character is... Oh, shit, speaking of young and hot. Final character, Aerith. <laughs> okay, that's a funny thing, because they make her very beautiful in this game. It's very... Crazy. It's like... they I was they like, nailed holy it. shit. Like, it's not even on Cali <laughs> Valley. Like, it's actually like... Oh, my God. Like, that's actually... Like, the weebs are going to be so hot so <laughs> odd about this. There's going to be so much gross stuff on the internet about it. It's going to be a whole thing.
0: They changed a lot of the ways that the characters look from the ones who are in um, the movie Advent Children. They changed the way everybody kind of looks a little bit. Like, most of them oh, kind of yeah. look the same. Like, the main characters mostly look the same. Yeah. A uh, few differences on Tifa and Aerith's Barrett and massive Cloud, difference he's twice he's twice his Barrett.
1: size well I think it's fair though because that's he gives off that presence in the game because he's supposed to be a hulking he's like his his character model is twice the size of the other characters
0: right the worst one was Reno I hated looking uh, well, at how they, different his they just tried face to make looked. they tried to make him edgy for some reason like they made his face his, more now he, his eyes were like super like big he had and, weird, kind he had of a the, different he had color. Guy, he had he looked a lot better in the movie. Yeah, I thought the a movie- more natural, like a natural looking person.
1: Well, I didn't like it because the movie took a- The movie was right with his character because like he's just kind of like a bit of a clumsy fuck up in the game. Like it's a bit of the joke and the thing, right? Yeah. He's like, so Jesse is the new person. Reno is the more experienced. Reno in the remake- Or not Jesse, sorry, whoever, Elena, sorry. Other other Turk.
0: Oh, yeah. Um. Reno in the movie looks like a Sims 2 character.
1: <laughs> a little bit but again his character is true it's more accurate to what he's actually like in the original game i gotta say like this one is they make him a bit more edgy in this uh that aside sorry but that's like that's jumping ahead sorry i just want to go across the main characters that are in your party though because you only have four this game and kind of five in the end but not really so you basically have cloud T- tifa barrett and Aerith to collect weapons for upgrade abilities Unlock passive stuff and go through the game defeating monsters, fighting bad guys, taking down the system, side questing for randos, and fighting
0: Sephiroth! (laughs) Sephiroth! Yeah. Does that song ever play in the game?
1: Yeah. Kind of. They kind of, they... I know I played it, but I just
0: never, like, retained it in my memory. No, Final Lost
1: totally. No, because I died the first couple times I tried to fight Sephiroth. I think
0: I was probably playing it with no volume, so my bad. Yeah, it actually... The music was still great. Also, in Mm -hmm. this remake, it was... You could tell how it was different from the original, but, like, you know, upgraded... I liked it, but... For whatever reason, I probably was trying to play it quietly, so...
1: We should talk about that, though, because they actually have nods to that, where they, as collectibles in this game, they have original tracks from the original Final Fantasy.
0: Yes, I love that. With
1: cover art, which is cute, and I like. It's, I'm, I'm more about the art than the track, but it is all really nice, though. And I think I found all the music. Did you get Did you get the side mission for the music? Yeah. That was the best one, where you get that old man, who's like, here's how you
0: really dance, and it's <laughs> an old man that
1: pretty much breakdances from a child. It's fucking yeah. great. I love the side quests in this game are very rewarding.
0: Yeah, well, when I played... Uh, the original, I was really surprised um, by like how much, like how much is not in there compared to the remake. So, mm-hmm. I know like it took the game took like forever to make, because I remember they were talking about this like years back, and then it finally came out. I think I think this is the same king. I think, I think this they the were just talking guy. about it for a long, long time, and I'm really impressed i i yeah i'm really impressed that by how much they added to it it was worth the wait oh
1: totally i think it was very good and i think it'll be like in another 10 years we get to play the next one
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i don't know if do you before i played it you knew that it was a part one did you not
1: I did not. I didn't okay. have that. I didn't have that spoiled for me because I don't until, know. Because I, like, I kind of thought told... you were trolling me. <laughs> no, I think you actually did tell me
0: because you kept asking me while I was playing the remake. Um, you kept asking me, "Oh, have you left Midgar yet? Have you left Midgar yet?" Like every like a few days or like once a week or something. Right. And I was like, "No, not yet." Like it's pretty. It's a pretty detailed game. And then finally, uh... it got to the part where I would have been. Where I would have been leaving Midgard and then the game just, and then it rolled credits, and I was like, kind of just sitting there, like, stunned because I was like,
1: No, I did not know. Why that. didn't
0: <laughs> he tell me it was going to end? I thought you were actually totally I no, me. I,
1: no, I, no, I genuinely didn't know. <laughs> I genuinely, because I'd been basically any video I, that had come up for Final Fantasy, the new one, i had avoided because I didn't want spoilers for it. And I kept hearing about a thing about, like, oh, people are pissed. Especially when I hear people are pissed off about a thing, I'm like, oh, I don't really want spoilers. Except for the last of us, too, because I don't want to play that game. So for Final Fantasy 7 though, I really want to play this. So I was like, no spoilers. Absolutely. Like, yeah. complete shut-in. So I think I think you eventually told me about that. And I was like, I suspected that, but I wasn't completely sure. So, no, I was not trolling you. That was actually, that was genuinely me thinking <laughs> that I was expecting a whole Final Fantasy game, or at least half of one. Uh, I want to well, clarify I mean, it so, was a
0: whole Final Fantasy game.
1: <laughs> so... Tets, tets I'm probably going to butcher this but Tetsuya Nomura he is the character designer for Final Fantasy 7 but he was the lead designer for Kingdom Hearts 1 or Kingdom Hearts and that's oh. why this that's why it's all terribly written because he's a good character designer but he's a terrible fucking writer if everything makes sense to him. Yeah No. so like he is he does have amazing character designs but he is no Tetsuya Nomura is not a great writer <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is a I think that, your pronunciation is
0: probably really good Maybe I think because
1: I, I think I've heard his name before, but uh either way, though, but oh yeah, he was also he was a director of Evan Children, though, and I've, Evan Children wasn't bad. It was like weird, but it was like, yeah, it's again, I think that I don't know. I don't th- I just think that he is probably not the strongest writer, but that's not a <laughs> criticism because nobody's good at everything. Right. And he's led more. He's led more game designs than I have. So what the fuck do I know? His characters look better though oh and i want to say that too in this game the characters models are all fucking amazing in this game like this is where if this was all him the good fucking good job because the character models in the new final fantasy 7 are fucking impeccable except for again even like i don't like how reno looks but he looks good it all looks fucking beautiful
2: yeah
1: rude is perfect rude is hard fucking to get wrong rude is on point He's like, well, especially with that line, though, because he has. Okay, so mm-hmm. sorry. Okay, we should clarify. Oh, so clarifying some more story beats here. So sorry. So, First Cloud, <laughs> they're destroying Mako reactors and doing some just like bio-terrorism, bioterrorism, destroying entire reactors. This game does a really good job at showing the terror right away. And when I said in the original game, when it's like not really until the end, when. Uh, Shinra spies. Like, what about you? You bombed a reactor, killed a fuck ton of innocent people. Why are you criticizing us, you hypocrite? Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, like they're obviously the worst people, but he's also not wrong. So, but the game, and I like that this game addressed that right away. And it's like, a, yeah, it's a giant act of terrorism, man. It's blowing up an entire fucking power plant, essentially, plus causing power outages, outages, outages and shit like that. So as they get separated, because they blow up another reactor that ends up being a kind of a big thing of Shinra trying to have a dick-waving contest for their robot division, and then the owners have the your main party, uh, which is composed of Tifa, Barrett, and uh, Cloud, all have collectively have a bigger dick than this robot, so they beat Shinra in the dick-waving contest, but get separated in the chaos. Cloud ends up falling into a church meeting in that iconic scene, meeting the very, this like half love interest Aerith, who is like, who he kind of met before and she gave him a flower and it was cute. (laughs) And then he's, and then she's like, oh, hey, you, and then you'd be my bodyguard. And she is just a really well-written character also. Well, they're all, I think they're all well-written characters. Uh, But anyway, though, so going from there, though, then come in the Turks, who are a para military, or, or it's I guess a mercenary organization hired by Shinra to just do extra work. They're a missionary organization. Mercenary. <laughs> They're also mercenaries, I guess. No, I'm just
0: making fun of myself now. Uh,
1: so yeah, Rude the missionary, who's like elect has electrical <laughs> power. So they kind of—oh, sorry, no, not Rude. that was Rude is wind-powered, because I know this because I was playing the game. So I was like, he's strong. No, he's either strong against wind or weak against wind.
0: Fuck! (laughs) It doesn't matter.
1: Anyway, so Rude, though, is the bald guy with cool glasses that's perfect, where Reno is that young hothead who's a bit of an idiot. But Rude has the perfect line, though, where, like, Aerith is worried about Cloud fighting him because he's like, he's supposed to try to take Aerith in, but Cloud's like, I'm your bodyguard, I'm going to fight him. And she's like, "No, he don't do it. don't beat him up, Cloud. He's not a bad guy." And he's like, "I'm not a bad guy. I just get paid to do bad things."
2: <laughs> I was like,
1: "Yes, Rude is perfect." <laughs> Another side character I fucking love. He was actually, I think he was nailed in the movie. He was nailed in the movie, end of the game. It was just Reno they kind of fucked up because they just tried to make him edgier for His some reason. Weird. They just, made, they just, I think they just tried to make him edgier because like everything's edgier because like now, because again in the movie. Barrett looked a bit more cartoonish, but in this game, like oh, he's a f- he's fucking giant. Like he's twice the size of every other fucking character. His bone <laughs> density, his bone density is basically a clouds frame essentially. <laughs> like any oh, he needs gun for. They an had arm.
0: to make his uh, his like arms like realistically big enough to fit that huge gun.
1: Yeah, well, they have to, and it's again, it's not an <laughs> uncommon thing in like Japanese anime and manga just to have humans that are just happen to be bigger than other humans because that's just like a thing that's like a theme in a lot of storytelling and their stuff but yeah so no he's just hulking with a gun arm and shit and glass sunglasses even inside because he's because he's just that cool so i don't know then things go around they try to kidnap erith gotta go get erith back then someone else gets kidnapped and like i'll go get them and get through places and shit like that they move through the world it's all well built this this world building is a lot better in this where they kind of go into like Like, I was was half confused about the plates in the original game. But in this one, it makes a lot more... They clarified a lot more. Like, you actually go to the upper plate, and you see it's, like, a much nicer society, and it's, like, it looks like... Basically, it's, like, a first-world country living literally on top of a third-world country. (laughs) Maybe second-world country. No, second-world country is more accurate. Uh. But, yeah, so what do you think about story, though? And, like, or I guess the world and
3: how it went around.
0: Around the sun.
1: Yes, As how the entire world
0: of (laughs) No, I liked it. I I thought it was wonderful. Some of the maps were really confusing, which annoyed me. Mm. Because I kept getting lost in some of the towns a little bit. I understand. And I kept forgetting how to turn the mini-map on. (laughs) (laughs) I get that. Turns out it's just like L or something. It's just really easy.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there were a couple things I wasn't the biggest fan of in the menu... And how they did the menu stuff. Like, it's actually really funny to see a cat actually attack an electronic mouse. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so, oh, she lost my train of thought. Sorry. Seeing that mouse distracted me. So, I'm sorry. And seeing you play with the cat distracts me.
0: <laughs> she scratched me. Oh, uh, you got scratched. We're talking about the story. The story was great. So... You know, I like the world... fact that it's modern and there's voice acting. Instead of just reading everything.
1: Yeah, well, there's voice acting for everything. And I don't... Not actually, that I, actually... I like reading, but... Just... I actually think that even in the short cutscenes, there's voice well, acting for some... every character.
0: I always need uh, subtitles. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. But But having both instead of just reading like hearing and then reading. So you don't miss anything. Yeah. Um, it's my preferred way. So I, I like that a lot as well as a change for the upgrade. Yeah. Like,
1: well, now that I'm thinking
0: about it, I think that even when you
1: go into town, into side quests, even when you go into town in the side quests, you end up, um, I think all the characters are voice acted. I don't think there's any text-based things. Like I think the kids all talk to you and yeah. adults will talk to you. It's a cute world. And like, again, the, I don't know the, i like the little school section where you have the little school and all the kids Aww, help out yeah. around town it's like the most idealistic version of kids and i'm like i don't know and any... they let
0: you into their secret club
1: i don't know any kids that are actually this cool all the kids i know are fucking crazy so <laughs> i think this is game lies about how children actually act but yes they let you into their super secret clubhouse which is super cute and you inspire them and they all want to fight like you cloud and they have little swords it's adorable and but then the kids all help around town and they go to school and they have a teacher and it's really it's a really cute little thing where you have to round up the kids and <laughs> oh sorry we already talked about the music I was going to say so going into the game, going into the gameplay though so what do you think about that gummy bear and like the systems and the action and kind of the whole charge the meter charging system and all that. It's like a little bit similar to the old system, but not I, quite. I did really
0: like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was also going to, I didn't want to say this while you were talking about it, while you were talking about the Octopath thing, but like the whole, it's a different ring system, but there is one. And I guess that's yes. like more of a modern thing that's happening a lot lately. And I liked how, like it is a little bit different than mm-hmm. the Octopath one, but I yeah, it it's sim- a little bit similar. Like attack their weaknesses, make it go faster, and
1: yeah, no, it yeah, d- d- definitely I like that a lot. Yeah, I think that. Well, I don't think I. I think that a lot of game, a lot of these games have stagger systems in general, but this was the Octopath one seemed pretty unique to me in how everything blended. This one too, again, was it was pretty solid though about it. <laughs> Because there was some enemies had weird staggering conditions. Like there's always every enemy can be assessed, just like a Pokemon. The assess
0: was like critical to like figure out what the.
1: Fuck. Yeah. So as a anyone playing the game, you basically need to have assess on a first playthrough. Just have it equipped for everything, and also like scan everybody because there's like different yeah rethings for that for late game shit if you care about that kind of stuff. But it's really helpful for there. are, Like some bosses or enemies that you basically can't beat unless you know they're unless you do that. But yeah. there's also. It's good. I like that they put that in there, though, because that way it's like, I hate nothing more than when a game you need to go to the internet for an actual guide to how to do a basic fucking thing. Like, that's why I didn't play Minecraft for years, is because I was like, I'm not going to go to a separate thing to learn how to craft. And the crafting system was very, like, very non-intuitive. It was very, <laughs> but they fixed all that shit, so i no longer have criticisms of the game. They fixed all the bitches I had. But that being said, for.
0: fuck Um, well I was going to say that um... well I was going to say that one thing I like about a more modern um, JRPGs and this one included Mm -hmm. is that they've made grinding less of a thing Uh, Which I kind of appreciate because that, like, can really give me burnout if I'm playing a game. And, like, I remember, like, in uh, Final Fantasy X, you just have to, like, run around in circles Mm -hmm. just just to level up. And sometimes that can be just too much. Like, yeah, you're just sitting there, like, pressing buttons, maybe watching a movie or something. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But it's... Uh, and also with this one, it's not like you can just run around in circles to find an enemy. You actually have to go like see them walking around and then interact with them. Um, So, I, you know, I kind of do appreciate that that's kind of like a new thing mm-hmm. these days. Yeah,
1: I agree. There was like really there was no grinding for me at all in the game, even in the end game. Too. No, it
0: was just mostly just figuring out which things you needed to use for certain bosses that were hard. Mm -hmm. like which weaknesses and which like powers you need to combine or whatever
1: oh i remember my point okay sorry i was talking about the sorry the it was the minecraft thing so yeah so minecraft again that system was unintuitive for a while so the final fan with the assess thing in the game it basically tells you what every enemy's weakness is and there's only like a couple where like hints at it Mm -hmm. but that's where i had to go for it and that's like we'll get to the end there for one of the one of the last bosses in the second to last level okay but essentially, the yeah, so the, the the entire game for the most part gives you, like, uh, with the Pokedex, I'm like, hey, every this weakness is get, or weak against electricity, or it's mm-hmm. their strength, or whatever, right? And you can use that against them. So that's, and because the game and you, I'd say that even on the playing through the game on normal difficulty, you don't have to. That's can, what
0: I did, by the way, just normal.
1: I yeah, and I did I did normal normal like about half the game on hard. And we'll get into that because as you go chapter by chapter, or sorry, because when you beat the game, you unlock. You can go to any chapter you want at any time point in time, and you just start at the yeah. beginning of that chapter with all of your current equipment and everything. So it's like permanent new game plus, and go to whatever chapter, which I really like structure wise for like completing shit. However, or not, not however, but anyway, though, sorry. The but yeah, playing through the main game, there's only a couple bosses. Like I'd say, like Hell House which is awesome, but yeah. and there's a couple others, and maybe the weird sewer monster thing. I'm just going to let your imagination pick or make something up there. <laughs> but basically, those things are very, like, I actually had to pay attention to the bio it tells you. And it'll tell you interesting things, like, this thing will be, like, when it does this, tail whip thing then it'll be maybe it'll be weak then uh-huh like it <laughs> in the description of the animal or whatever it'll tell you a thing like that or it'll but then sometimes they have weird stagger conditions too where they're like there's these weird dementor things that go all fly around that are not dementors oh, yeah. but they're like ghost things these spooky ghosts
0: never was really explained uh well
1: that's uh, so i don't know i think the i think they're thematically guy. <laughs> so i think everybody on the internet says like they're thematically it's basically like the entire game is about changing destiny because like, is this going to be like the original game? Cause yeah, like, I guess
0: it is sort of explained. I'm I so wrong.
1: the whole idea is that these things are supposed to make destiny go a certain way and it makes sense at the end. So
0: yes, that's yeah. Okay.
1: So let's, do you want to jump to like late game spoilers now, just for things just so I we mean, can we already did, but yeah. Kind of, well, kind of, I just want to say this. So like when you get to, Oh, I guess, cause I guess it's like, cause again, this game this is based a remake of a 20 year old game. So there are certain like story beats that happen differently. Like Barrett gets shot at some point, but then the ghost spirits bring him back to life because he's not supposed to die yet. The whole point with these spirits is like they're encouraging fate. So anytime they start fucking with you, it's because you're stepping outside of fate. And it's like, can you fight them putting you in your fate? And by the end of the game, when you get to. Sephiroth, the whole point with him is, like, he is so powerful and awesome, he cuts through them like nothing, and no, he makes his own fate, because they don't want him to do, because they don't want him to fuck the planet over either, because apparently, like, these are spirit ghosts that speak for the Probably planet. like,
0: the life's force part of it, or it's, like, like, maybe that'll be revealed in the next game as an extra layer These It's, theories, like, a weird thing. Theories. Here's
1: where, and again, this is, like, where I hope that he has a team of writers with him, because, again, he does not, he is not the best writer, so it's like good yeah
0: please well I mean at least he has a structure to go in yeah right like uh like uh Game of Thrones wasn't ruined until the source material, material was uh <sighs> that's a good point right
1: no that's a good point so he has, he has like the skeleton so he has, so it just has to kind of add like flesh and so flesh and shit so hopefully
0: he just didn't try to add too much flesh and shit yeah yeah There isn't just the old game. There is also Advent Children, which adds a lot of canon. Mm. And then uh, that book that you found, Mm -hmm. that's like it kind of in between. Mm -hmm. I gotcha. Yeah.
1: And there's kind of like, it's all there's
0: a lot of laid out story work for him. (laughs) And
1: that that can be good, right? It's just that, again, it's everything's possible, right? Mm -hmm. That being said. So, the game ends, though, I guess we'll say, with like Sephiroth killing Shinra, leader guy, except you see it, because in the game, in the original game, you walk into his dead body, and this one, you see Sephiroth kill him in front of you, so it's slightly different. Yeah. Then, then you fight Rufus on the roof.
0: That was, that was actually one of the harder battles for me.
1: Oh, dude, and that's the funny thing, when I was Googling it, because I actually had to, I think I actually had to Google for me that too. one, too, me because too. it was like that, and I want to get into that, where that was like...
0: Because he didn't specifically have like a weakness, and there was yeah. the dog. Oh, there was a no, fucking dog. Uh, well, I
1: actually, figured out if you got rid of the dog first, you would significantly yes. easier. You just triple slash, just triple yeah, slash oh, yeah. him and the That'll, dog because you do separate too. them. Because if you separate them, the dog can't activate work. He has to give a command exactly. So oh, things yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, you have to like interrupt things too. Yeah.
1: So no, I think I haven't even I, in my random notes it was here. Like I do really a little, in depth. I, I, I have a bitch about him. He was cool. He was a fucking badass. Well, it was kind of cool too because he was like in the game again, okay, the original game. He's kind of annoying because he's like, he's more evil than his dad, but he doesn't really show any kind of thing of
0: like... Oh, and he was easy in the original game too.
1: Well, yeah, it wasn't that hard, but I guess more than anything, it was just like, I guess he wasn't like, he wasn't a cool villain where it was like, there's nothing, he just kind of inherited a thing and he's a bigger dick than his dad. And so you just kind of get this kind of whiny, this kind of shitty air thing where it's like, whatever, it's not that. Yeah. But he's actually kind of cool in this game where you're like, oh, he's actually kind of a badass and like, you actually, even if you don't like him because he's a bad guy, you think he's kind of cool. And I think that was awesome.
0: He has a chapter in that book at the end, mm. and it's the most interesting out of all of them. That's cool because you don't know that much about him.
1: That's fair, and you kind of like he, you see him a bit in the movie as he gets kind of he gets the weird plague thing, but that's about it. That's his whole character. So my random notes for this game: so these are all details I like. I scribbled down when I was like, I think this is I think this is worth mentioning as final selling points for like this game and why you should play it you uh, run into you find bandits that you run into bandits and after you beat them up they run away so after you, so that you stop beating them up and they like say this in their dialogue but then there's also points where when you knock them out in the world like while other enemies their body dissipates into nothing they actually like slump over and lie there in like yeah. cartoonish positions like one dude with his legs fully over his head another dude with his face in the ground his ass yeah. up in the air it's like it's a cartoon on purpose yeah. it's very funny I was gonna say, there's just like really cute moments with Aerith. Like, Aerith as a character is very good at being like cute, but also just like funny and strong willed and shit like that. Where Tifa is more like, it's weird because Tifa's like a lot more shy and shit like that. And like, she's more, she's also like kind of a bit like this, but she's a bit more like reserved than Aerith is, where Aerith is a bit more outgoing and shit like that. So, very interesting character dynamics. Uh, I have a thing here saying Earth is super cute and scoots over to Cloud. I think when they're sitting down beside each other at some <laughs> point. And oh, I want to know Sam, the Chocobo Sam, the character, was the English voice actor Sam Elliott? Can you please look what that Chocobo?
2: up? Chocobo
1: Sam, Chocobo Sam. He's like he's one of the main NPCs for like the mid part of the game. When you're in the gangster, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're in the midtown and try, you get a bunch of missions and side missions. uh but yeah, anyway, though, so there, yeah, there's this uh, main quest character named Chocobo Sam, where he's like this just burly cowboy man. I
0: want to ride my Chocobo all day. <laughs> dee, 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 he's this dee,
1: burly, he's this burly cowboy guy that has like a beard and a deep voice. And he's like, he's kind of a, he's kind of a, he, he, he's kind I of doubt just, it, but he's kind like, of a cool gang He just sounds like Sam Elliott, like the English voice actor. I would love it if it is.
0: Larry Davis. No. Whoever that
1: is. Not Larry David. <laughs> no, Davis. <laughs> okay, Davis. Okay, well, uh, holy shit. Sounds like Sam Elliott. <laughs> oh, God. So there's this funny NPC, Chadley, who's like this little kid that like gives you materia or magic upgrades. Oh, yeah, sorry. All your magic in this world is done with materia, which are magic orb things that give you magic god powers for some reason. So Chadley makes new materia And he's like a child, but I have a note here because there's a point where he's in the red light district. And I was like, why is he in the red light district if he's a child? (laughs) It's kind of sketchy. There's a point in the game where Cloud receives a hand massage. And when he's lying there? Remember the hand (laughs) massage?
0: That was uncomfortable that reminded me of uh Link and the Fairies in uh Breath of the Wild I love that I love like, that Link got it raped was...
1: I thought it was great that Link got raped I was just in the like, game was like I was just
0: like It's don't...
2: progressive
1: as one of us it's, it's not. progressive no. women can rape no. men no. gummy bear It's a new age It's disturbing <laughs> It's funny <laughs> It's not funny rape is not funny <laughs> So thank you I agree rape is not funny <laughs> So no but point though is This one, no, okay, the hand massage was not rapey, though, to be fair. Where the, like, that, that, but I was gonna say that, like, when he's lying there getting the hand massage done, I was actually thinking about it, because it was, like, the whole insinuation is, like, that she's massaging the muscles in his hand, but I thought about it, and I was, like, well, like, my hands are actually kind of sore all the time, that might actually feel good, and, like, I started rubbing, like, one of my hands with my other hands, and it actually felt kind of good, I was,
0: like, that might be a real thing. Are you looking up hand massage gummy bear? No, I'm looking up Larry Davis. Okay. And the only thing you can find about him is, uh, Larry Davis is a voice actor based in Los Angeles, California. He is most known for his signature storyteller sound. He is the promo voice for Monday night football on ESPN and can be heard as a voice match for Jeff Bridges for the movie. RIPD and Morgan Freeman in oblivion and the Lego movie. He is also known, he is also the voice of the hit t- TV shows Border Wars and Nat Ge- on Nat Geo and Barbecue Pitmasters on Destination America whatever the fuck that
2: is. <laughs> Wait, was
1: that not Morgan Freeman in the Lego movie? I
0: can't, I don't know now. I'm confused. Oh was it Larry Davis? No way it was Larry Davis because he doesn't have an IMDB. I think it, now we're getting off track.
1: Well, I was going to say too, quickly pull up, hand massages are a real thing
0: cool keep talking about
1: i will i just want to i just want to i, I did want to know that and we never i didn't forget to look it up before the show but no hand massages are real so worth saying it's actually not a it's not an insinuation it's a real fucking thing it's a tasteful tasteful <laughs> hand job is what it is yeah. uh oh yeah Aerith explicitly has a line saying she won't let anyone fight her battles for her hashtag lady boss Hell yeah! Again, she's not annoying about it though. It's great. Like she's a good female character without being annoying. She's like empowered without being annoying. It's possible. You just have to write her like a good yeah, character. Yeah, they did it a good way. They did it a great way. She's better than Brie Larson. No. <laughs> so she's she's a better, she's a better female, a much better female <laughs> role model than Brie Larson. Nobody should grow up wanting to be like Brie Larson. Okay, so the announcers in the arena arc because it's not a JRPG without an arena arc. Uh, The announcers are Scotch and Koch. And I love it because Koch, like, he jeers. Like, they're announcing everybody and, like, trying to up-talk everybody. But then... Aha. Morgan Freeman did do, like, a movie.
0: I think they're just saying he can sound like him.
1: Ooh, Interesting.
0: Sorry. That's a, that's, a, that's a cool skill, though. Sorry, but back to this thing,
1: though. Scotch and Kosh, the announcers in the stadium are fucking hilarious because one dude, he jeers, like, under his hand. Like, he puts his hand over his mouth. And he's like, Oh, Claude near this suck, boo! Ah, oh, this, come on! Like, he actually yes. does... It's fucking funny. It's so great. Well, they're just over the top, and they're these two... They have insane haircuts, and they're just, like... They're the up-talkers. I I
0: like those guys, yeah. Me, too. They're
1: likable. They're, like... And it's funny. Uh... It says a funny detail: every Coliseum match you win, when you go back to your dressing room, there's more flowers waiting outside of you for your room. Like it slowly oh, yeah. grows with every yeah. match you win. <laughs> yeah. uh, the build-up to Corneo was great in this game. Where and I know everything happened fast in the previous game, but really in this fast. game, it was very the the build-up was really good in it too, and it kind of
0: and also it was more clear of what you had to do to become picked. I I went online and I played. Um the original Mm -hmm. and i like looked on like a walkthrough of like how to like be picked by corneo yeah but uh i i thought i did everything and i still wasn't so there's some people i can't imagine doing that without having a walkthrough so
1: well so i should say that there are ports the parts in this game that were that are kind of like alternate scenarios you can go through so like dresses the characters wear through cutscenes, or which girl corneo picks From me looking at it and trying to complete it, there is some debate online over some things of what affects what, because people are still trying to decode the game or figure out how we figure that shit out. I want to say, I think I have this later in my notes, but I'll skip to it now, because I know it's there, is that I... Liked, I think it was like funny, and I kind of I wasn't sure about it at first, but I did like that they made cartoon or Corneo like cartoonishly, like he was cartoonishly over the top rapist. Yeah, not like
2: yeah, it
0: was it was he was
1: not like
0: cool. he was it was like no, he was, he was but clearly he like, a villain.
1: He was clearly a villain. He was very cartoonish about it though, so it wasn't like it wasn't like scary dark rapist man. Like he was a cartoon basically, but he was also like a creep. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was a creep and a cartoon. But it was, like, well done, and it was extra funny, because everyone else, like, a lot of other things are happening straight-faced. I think he was, like, the only thing that was, like, very on-the-nose, which is perfect, though, because that was his character. Because, like I said, in the original game, when he drops you through his hidden pit, he starts humping the air, like, in a celebration dance. That's his celebration <laughs> dance. It's the air hump. It's fucking hilarious.
2: So they I don't basically...
1: remember that. He'll do it again, because if you if you get a certain side quest later in the game, he'll pop up again, uh-huh. which is, I don't I I... Or do you want me to tell you about it? No. Yeah, okay. Just play, play the. Just find he's island. Is all I'll say. Okay. So essentially, though, it's his dance move. Though, and again, limited capacity back in the day for like OG Final Fantasy, but nowadays, yeah. So I think his entire character is summarized in that hump is like how they, but they do it over <laughs> time. So it's like they show that hump in super slow motion for like thirty minutes, and then a little bit later in the game, it's perfect. Uh, as an extra note here for like random minigames when you're going around red the red light district. There's, like, a lift squat lifting minigame where I you're at a gym. That. And Jules is my man crush. I would... <laughs> I think I would let that man sweep me away. He was the most beautiful man I ever met. And they were so positive And they're like, let's work out. Get the endorphins rushing. And they're just amazing. He's such a beautiful... He's like... Oh, God. Was, I loved him. He's just so great. I
2: agree.
1: He's just, like, such a positive guy. And I was like, oh, there's so many other little fun characters they add in the games in this game, too. Like, I, I thought that... And I thought the squat minigame was fun. And I nailed it. And I actually... Went serious. through the entire thing. And then like yeah, when you get later into the hard game, there's like that pull up minigame too. And it's like a similar but yes. different thing. I like that too. Again, this they had fun minigames. They did a really good thing. The dance mini game I wasn't sure about it the first time I played it, but when I replayed it I was able to nail stuff. And it's really cool if when you nail stuff.
0: Oh, I did the dance one like I nailed it the first time mm-hmm. and I thought that was a fucking <laughs> that was one of my favorite expansions on like mm. the old game. Like I was like, I am, I am living for this right now. <laughs> I liked it more the
1: second time. Once I was like, because I thought I couldn't. It's for me. It's all about because those games are all about timing, right? And if I can tell the timing is bad in the game, I'm, it pisses me off because I'm like, you can do better. Because if you're having a timing mini game, your timing has to be good. And yeah. the first time I couldn't tell, but I was like, okay, no, I got the rhythm now. It's not. I'm, I'm the asshole here. It was. So it is good. Uh,
0: <laughs> the sorry if I'm skipping ahead. No, go for uh, it. But the car mini game. In this one, oh yeah, you saw that the I, car chasing one. I I beat that the first time. I got, I you, I got mad. I, 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 well, I was distracting you, and you almost
1: rage (laughs) quit, or you had to rage quit. No, because
0: I had lost already before you got there. I had already lost like three times in a row, and I got so I kept getting like closer and closer, and then like I was like almost at the end, and then, and then I fucking lost, and then. Yeah, I figured I... I finally did it, obviously. But... Yeah.
1: Actually, I might be lying, too. I might have died the first time I did it. I can't remember.
0: Oh, maybe you lied?
1: Maybe. I don't remember, because I, I genuinely don't remember if I died or not the first time. I probably didn't, but I might have.
2: Sorry,
1: I I only really... I don't think I really got on bosses, because some of the bosses... Like, again, so this game, you can pretty much go through normal, no problem, but bosses are where you're like, you like actually have to pay attention and... Just
0: you can't shit. heal in on that one at all, and it's... Mm-hmm. Once you, Piss me
1: off. once you beat the game, you can skip it too. It's a good thing if you don't want to unless you want to go for the trophies. You, you can just yeah. totally <laughs> skip it after you beat it one time, which is cool. Oh, I said the they also have like the ghost train, which some people didn't like the ghost haunted ghost area. I liked it. I liked it. I thought it had a good ambiance, and the graffiti peering up was kind of cool. Yet another great way to expand the game. They had like chests that had only one like one dollar of the currency in the game in, it, in this ghost crazy art, It's fucking
0: funny. I don't even think I saw those. Oh, yeah, like,
1: because I, again, I try to find everything, and some of them are like this one I thing. I'm just trying to find everything,
0: but I'm not, probably not as good as, as you are. I'm just so anal about it.
1: It's <laughs> like, it's... oh, God. I wrote great one liners. At some point, I think Cloud tells the boss to go, to, or the ghost boss to go to hell.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah.
1: Uh... Okay. I cried when I thought Wedge died because he was saving his cats. Oh my God, me too. Because well, yeah, Wedge has like a bunch of cats, so it's a bit of you know. So as we all know, cats are a bit of it's a weak so point cute. for Canadian pirate cats, as We have it's a soft so, point for so them, cute. and he's trying to save his cats. And,
0: and his cats are like calicos too. Oh, they're all
1: calicos too. They're all perfect kitties. God, I love I love calicos. They're so perfect. <laughs> so anyway, though, yeah. So any, uh, sorry. Anyway, uh, but he ends up living, which is great. And except banged up a bit. Aerith has, like, a little thing about doing as much as you can with no regrets. Uh, I know, again, just more interesting character things. Wedge sacks up and gets people... Oh, right, I forgot, that was a whole thing where, like, Aerith is running around with a wedge, and he's kind of, like, he has a whole thing where he's kind of insecure in the game, and she gives him a pep top, and he sacks up and gets shit done. Yeah. And then they throw a coup and overthrow the guards. <laughs> Viva la resistance! <laughs> uh... Oh, wait, I'll say I want to say, too, the detail is so good that Aerith's dress gets dirty over time. Like, as you progress oh, through the game with her, that. her dress her dress actually gets dirty as you're playing through the game. Hell like, yeah. That seems, cause like, That's
0: fucking awesome. Because it's
1: all in the same, like, week, you know what I mean? And That's it's, so like, it kind what also gives off the vibe, too, that they're all, like, they're living in the slums, like, you know what I mean? You don't do laundry as often as you can, speaking as somebody who has a currently broken washing machine. Mm.
0: It sucks.
1: Rude is secretly a nice guy, and he lets you guys get away, kind of, and a bit he pretends to, like, kind of ignore you, so, because again, he's not a bad guy, he just gets paid to do that, bad
0: things. Yeah, that character trait is in the movie, too.
1: Alright, now I want you to react to this one, Gummy Bear. I just wrote Ooh, okay. stairs, lol. <laughs> what? Did you
0: take the stairs in the game? In the remake, yeah. So I uh, did. Oh my god, I did in the original, and I don't remember that being an option in the remake. So it is. Yeah,
1: it's so. in the, okay, so I want to. So I want to talk about this. this is a funny thing in the game. So, so.
0: I. I can kind of half talk about this. Go for it. Because in the original I well, tell the... <laughs> people
1: what the setup is too so they know the context of the stairs it's that like we're oh at.
0: are we gonna go up the stairs and be secretive Into or... the Shinra
1: headquarters
0: yeah of the Shinra headquarters like, to the top th- you have thousand to go to the top stories, of the building. thousand story tall building or are we gonna like just barge in and like make a scene mm-hmm. and in I don't remember that being an op like I don't remember that come because it was a few like quite a few months ago when I played I don't specifically remember that coming up in the remake, but I did more recently play the original as a comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I took the stairs <laughs> in the original, and I just was like, "Am I being trolled right now?" <laughs> Like, is this actually endless? Because some of the dialogue is like, oh man, we're so tired. Uh, are these stairs endless? He he he. Like, that's even part of the dialogue. And then I kept going up and up, and I was like, oh my god, maybe that, that was trying to tell me that it is, and I need to go back. <laughs> the, oh my god. My... It does end eventually. <laughs>
1: uh, I was gonna say, the... Well, Okay, so in the remake, if you go up the stairs, and again, the whole thing is like, oh, do we go up the stairs, or do you fight people head on?
0: In both games, yeah. Uh, and I don't know why I missed that in the remake, though. Yeah, well, it's uh, maybe. Maybe that was one fallback of it being audio. Was that? Um...
1: 70 stories. Yeah. So you basically walk up, like you. I think you walk up like 60 floors, basically, by stairs, yeah. essentially. Something ridiculous like that. and okay so here's what's here, okay, so, oh god, so here's my second note on that, is Baird sings stair songs.
0: Yeah! So
1: there's something like that in the new one, so okay, so basically there's a point where he's charging ahead of you, because he's being gung-ho about it, and he's like, fuck you cloud, I got this! And then they're just going up there, and Tifa's like, Baird, pace yourself, and he's like,
2: "Ah!" And then, like,
1: he wins himself, and then there's a point where you pass him, and he's like, uh, just like breathing over, and you pass him, and then you kind of get ahead of him. But then, he, yeah, he ends up. He there's there's a lot of dialogue when you go up the stairs in this one, so it's like,
0: Dang. it
1: is like it's like five minutes so. though. Want-
0: Barrett
1: stare songs. He sings, he ends up singing stare songs, and Tifa tells him to shut up, and he's oh like, It's funny. I need
0: to replay just for that. Just do it. It's cool because the chapter skip is very <laughs> just easy. Just for that too. one. Just no, this, to hear this his game, song I, and run up the a... stairs, and then I'll not go back. No,
1: like, again, this game has a lot more replay, It's replayability and more accessibility. Like, I will go back and complete this game eventually. I'm just burnt out right now. I will never go yeah. back and finish, complete Octopath, but I will, I would totally do that yeah. with this game. Uh, but anyway though sorry uh oh i have lol scarlet boob lady uses a soldier for a footstool Mm -hmm. and like some kind of weird bdsm thing where she has to (laughs) literally crawl around like it's a soldier he crawls around with her like a dog like it's yeah it's like a it's like a yeah it's like a weird thing it It is it's a bit of a dirty thing it's dirty (laughs) she's like the weapon is she the weapons designer or like the military she's weapons designer she's
0: a weapons designer yeah yeah. because
1: heidegger is heidegger's the the military who is the (laughs) laugh
0: yeah
1: fucking love that (laughs)
0: laugh
1: oh right she gets turned on by science question mark
0: (laughs) she's into the hojo
1: i guess wait is she
0: no, I was just making a joke, oh, I don't oh. know. She gets say, turned on
1: by he, science, obviously. No, she was like, she had her feet on the dune and she was watching the material, game, she's like, uh, she's just making sounds. I'm not going to repeat it, because it's gross, she's making sounds. Okay. She likes science more than Bill Nye, I think. It was just dirty. She likes science maybe a bit too much. The girl needs to take up a hobby like ping pong. <laughs> she needs to just get out of that building and get some fresh air. <laughs> so. Oh, my goodness. Uh. Oh God! Okay, did you talk to the holograms in the in the Shinra building up top? This was my I
0: think so. This
1: was my favorite addition to the whole thing. Is that refresh my memory? So when you're after you climb 60 stairs, you go like one floor after another, and it's kind of the it's the Shinra exhibit that's open to the public at all hours of the day, 24 hours a day. It's basically four floors of Shinda Shinra propaganda, essentially. But it's basically like how we make our power. Yeah, the museum, who our things were. And like, there's like stuff from their founders. A fucking gold statue of the Shinra bro, of the (laughs) Shinra dude. It's gaudy. But they have a section where they're like, here are our divisions. And they have the different holograms for everybody that do it. And like, nobody, it's kind of, I think it's a joke, but nobody's hologram actually tells you what they do. It tells you about the character, but it doesn't actually tell you about their division. Like, Hojo. I wrote Hojo's hologram is also a dick because he just says, this is a waste of my time. I could be doing other things right now. And then Scarlet just, like, changes the subject to some kind of weird thing. And Heidegger just, I think he just says a bunch of, like, m- m- like, random shit. But yeah, so it's, like, funny how these holograms are supposed to inform you about their divisions and it tells you nothing about them, their division, but everything about them. Domino has the best facial hair... Countersign ever. <laughs> I'm not remembering what that means. What does that mean? Me neither. Who's Domino?
0: I don't know. I just thought was funny.
1: Who is Domino? I don't know. Shit. There's somebody in the game named Domino and he has a cool countersign apparently. I have no recollection of this.
0: Oh man, I have to Google that. you a really obscure as fucking side character. It must be. Must be maybe something I was listening in the remake. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm just so fast. <laughs> Who the fuck is Domino? The fact that you wrote it down and you don't remember is is uh, extra great. The mayor. It's the fucking mayor.
1: Mayor Domino. Picture remember well that's him in the original game but remember the, remember <laughs> oh, the
0: library guy <laughs> no he's he's the mayor
1: he's the mayor of midgar who's like and they treat him he's like, like he's a the... puppet mayor basically yes, and he does the yes. dance he's like yes. the mayor oh, and he does is the, the thing best. with
0: the cameras and he like helps the you mayor oh, yes, is the yes. Yes. thank you thank you so, thank okay, you yeah, so, sorry
1: domino so domino is the mayor who is the I inside seem to guy. look at him and not hear the you name know, that's <laughs> right i'm sorry because again i didn't write mayor domino i just wrote Domino, so i was like well i don't know why Sorry, but anyway, though, so, yeah, the mayor, Domino, is kind of like a puppet mayor because, like, Shinra actually runs the city, but the mayor is, like, the elected official.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: he's, like, your inside man that's trying to help Avalanche take down Shinra from the inside. And he has amazing facial hair in this game. It's very on point, pointy mustache and, like, chin beard. It's perfect. And his uh, countersign, though, for, like, distinguishing, like, who his inside agent is, is, the mayor is the best! (laughs) you need to like spread your arms out which you can't see me doing but it's cool i have a second note here saying they make hojo so gross which they really do it's like funny too because like scarlet's being like gross with like sex stuff but hojo is somehow grosser and he's not doing sex stuff he's just gross you know yeah it's you know what i mean like he's just like he's
0: creepy like he like he's like
1: he like he's like
0: if we breed them, it's like ew. Yeah, it's
1: like he's like he's overly scientific. Like, it's like he's like there's not no humans. They're all everyone just, they're all organ sacks to him. He's like oh what's the word again? Oh human shit, organ thing. Oh, I do have to comment though. Okay, so in the things that are not actual cutscenes, and this is like not the biggest deal, but. In some of the non cutscene things, when you're interacting with NPCs and you're seeing their lips move, some of them are uh, kind of bad. The kids are especially fucking bad, though. Like, I think all the kid NPCs have bad mouth gesturing when they're oh, moving. Yeah. Like, and again, everyone else, it's like, it's not a genuine cutscene, so it's not the biggest deal, but it's very, like, it's very bad with the kids. It's so much so that I decided I didn't make a note of it, and I remember that distinctly. So, what do you think about Remake, though, Gummy Bear? And about, like, I loved the whole it. thing? Because I wanted to go so, it like, lot. where it's going to go now. I loved cause... how
0: the music was kind of, like, the same music, but upgraded. I loved how the story was expanded. And... Sorry, the and whole
1: thing ends. is you, you bust Aerith out of... No, I forgot, though. We should say this. You bust <laughs> okay. Aerith out of Shinra because she was kidnapped. You bust Aerith out of Shinra. She's an ancient. She's a... She's a... Or what's it called? She's a... The, an ancient. An ancient. No, it's a word There's another for
0: word for it, but it's, like, with a C. Uh,
1: She's the MacGuffin. Yeah. She's the MacGuffin. She's
0: a circadian rhythm. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, though, because because of Earth's super super good circadian rhythm, she's an, <laughs> a, she is in tune with the planet, and they need her for science experiments and to go to a secret land of magic and infinite energy and infinite resources. The promised land. The promised land, basically. They need to go to which to go, I don't understand
0: yeah. what. what, what if they like even playing the the original game with that whole storyline it's like do they think this is just like an island on earth on their earth like inside that earth. they haven't found yet like like i don't get it like I... it seems to be pretty advanced technology and that the whole planet is um has been like mapped out like that kind of seems to be the the vibe like well, what he... do they think the fucking promised land is i don't get so it so
1: here's my lot here's my justi- again, justification for this particular story of a thing is that there is magic in this world with like the orbs and you, you could say it's maybe a bit scientific because like maybe it's a bit scientific because like, you know, the thunder orb makes a thunder thing and but there's the some kind of thing to it.
0: Are basically like dead spirit
1: energy. But in the thing, but they're they're making forming them in the thing, and Hojo's doing all sorts of crazy experiments. So it's like they're in a weird and their circadian
0: post, rhythms used to be. Able they're to in a do weird that. cyberpunk Naturally world
1: where like they've you know what I mean. Like they maybe like they kind of I don't know. Maybe the think it's like a portal, like a, you know what I mean, like a fucking portal, like something from Rick and Morty that goes into like an alternate universe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of like that's what I that's what I took from it. But it's kind of because it is kind of like a silly idea but like i don't know it's kind of like what else is there like they're they're evil they're an evil corporation where they're so evil the point they're evil like, evil like at least i i think it's at least a solid motivation because maybe like,
0: our storyteller kingdom hearts guy will actually expand on that well, properly with his other parts of the game in the next 10 years as you said
1: well i think it would make just sense as like story-wise because when they go into it but they'll say that like they factually know that they're sucking the Earth dry, so they want to go to the infinite place because Midgard's dead, and they're, they fuck, they fucked it, Midgard's dead, so they're fucking off to a new place to live. You know what I mean? So kind of like in a way where, like, when all the... So when Earth actually ends, all the billionaires are going to flee Earth, and we're going to lay leaves <laughs> here to rot. So when that happens, like, basically that's yeah. how I took... That's how I take this plot, basically. So... I was wondering. I'm wondering where they're gonna go. Like, if they're gonna try to break down the next game into three games or two. Because also, I'm wondering too. Because here's the, here's the funny yeah, thing about that. Be
0: three. Well,
1: here's the funny thing about that as well. Because like, so Red Thirteen comes in like in the end as a uh, like as a side character. He isn't actually. He's not really controllable. He's like just kind of kind of helps you in a couple things. Like, as an automatic NPC. Oh. But maybe it makes,
0: they'll expand on that.
1: No, no, no. They definitely will. They couldn't, though, because, again, the game was, like, focusing up. It was near the end of the game. Yeah, because, like, there's only... By the time you get Red in the party, there's only about, like, five more hours left to game. Play out of, like... It's about 40 hours to get through the story just, like, regularly on normal. So, it's... You know, maybe 35, 40. But anyway, though, so was only about five hours left by the time you get Red... So it makes sense they wouldn't add into the party with a bunch of gear and shit like that. They'd just be kind of, like, too late. But yeah. wh- why I'm wondering about... Because the character... The way to customize the characters for powers and, like, things like that, too. Because, again, when you... Cool thing about the late game is to end on for oh all the hard shit, which is really cool. I forgot about this. So playing again on hard is makes shit totally worth it. So, like... You basically, you will cap out, you ma- cap out at level 50, but you can start hard mode before that and be fine. It's not that much harder. It's just, like, bosses are the main thing that are, like, significantly harder. And then you can't, like, brain fart through. <laughs> There's certain limitations. Like, you're on hard <laughs> mode, your magic won't replenish every time you sit at a bench. So, like, what you have for magic what is what has to last you through the entire level. Oh. But it's actually not that bad because most of the time you just end up not being wasteful with it. Like, you just don't fuck around with it and you be very careful and you, like only attack an enemy with magic if you know it'll actually do something. So it's, yeah, it's really not that bad, because also your magic is so high by that stage anyway, because you get a shit ton of MP boosts from all your p- upgrades. Oh, crap. One of the kitties is left outside. Tippy. No kitty left overboard. Um,
0: Sorry. Bahamut. Yeah, because you are mostly completionist. And you got all of the, the way that the, the way that there's the summons in this game is completely different than the oh, other Oh, the summons game. are fucking awesome. Um, and you have to kind of earn them in a different way. And I only did like two or three of them. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of forgot about it before getting stuck in like being stuck in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, where I just forgot to like go back and like try to get the, uh, to get most of them. So I only got two of them <laughs> Or no, two yeah, two or three I can't remember exactly mm-hmm. There was like the demo one And then I think I got two other ones on my own But you went and got all of them mm-hmm. Which like I wish I kind of like Had been more minded Like I wish the game had more prompted me to do that mm-hmm. So I guess that would be like one of my only complaints Is that it wasn't necessary to do that And so I didn't get to see what they looked like Or what their attacks were like Or anything mm-hmm. like that because I just wasn't like reminded to go do that, and then once I'd finished the game, I was like, "Well, I'm done now. I'm not gonna go back." So I get you. <laughs> and I, again, though, I think that it is like
1: the game is would be is fun would be fun to play through again. Like it is kind of it's different enough when you play through it hard and you have more abilities. You kind of because also the cool thing is that you can actually all of your weapons have like a hidden tier of power ups that are fucking awesome. Uh, But you have to, so there's like, through the entire game you get like extra weapon points through just doing different skills, and you get these little books to upgrade your stuff. But as you... But as you... When you play through the hard mode, as you do certain quests or beat certain bosses, you get these extra books that push your weapons and make your weapons stronger. So it's like, your character level maxes out, but your weapons keep getting stronger the more you play through hard mode. So like, your power starts scaling by you beating hard mode, so you're still leveling up past the game. And that's how I got Bahamut. So going through the summons, mm-hmm. and in true Final Fantasy fashion, the summons are fucking awesome. I think that's what the series does best. Summons are always cool. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one you unlock is Ifrit, the fire demon bro, who's like this giant demon guy. Then there's... And also,
0: that is just classically always the first one you unlock in any final Fantasy game. Mm. Okay, I didn't know that. It almost goes in order with which the summons.
1: I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So after that, well, this one... Okay, what about this one? Because the next one was... This is where it went off, because in the original game, the next one you got was Shiva. But in this one, it's like the Chocobo.
0: No, no. The Chocobo is like, I think... that's I don't even think that's one that's in every game. Mm. Um, it, I just mean the main ones. Like the main elemental ones I gotcha. um that are in every game you get them in the same order i got gotcha. you usually in every because yeah there's ifrit shiva it, it goes in by that order ifrit shiva then i think thunder and then wind and then Muhammad bah- probably I, I, gotcha. g- I can't remember exactly so you know what <laughs> i you know what i which one i
1: didn't i again they were all awesome but which one i wasn't a big fan of is fat chocobo i was like you couldn't have done a different one that was fucking awesome <laughs> yeah. you be like oh it's another chocobo but fat Oh, like a never, I love Chocobo so. Whatever. Oh, again, they could have done another awesome one. They already had a Chocobo one. Was, oh, yeah. Either way, it was it was a really good one too. It was functional. It was very good. I just I wish they'd done a cool. And sorry, anyway, though I was gonna say that. Uh, the sorry, there's Leviathan though. So after the next one is Leviathan after the Fat Chocobo, and that one. I did. You do have to like. I had to use strategy guide for that one. It's like kind of oh. hard, but if you're high enough level, it's not that bad. You don't have to go to. You don't have to do hard mode to get that one. Uh, and I beat the game with that one. <laughs> to get Bahamut, you actually have to go through the game on hard mode. Is the only way to unlock him.
0: I mean, disclaimer: you don't have to do hard mode if you don't want to. I I can't do hard mode usually. I'm, oh, of course, I'm oh, of course, you don't have
1: to. I'm just I'm just saying it's not that actually. It's not actually that much harder. It's just like the bosses are a bit harder. I had to look up a
0: guide to do Shiva. Because I tried like three times and I was like, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. So I gotcha.
1: It's uh, I just thought it was cool because like, there's the the content. So people
0: just aren't like, as cool as you. <laughs> I'm not that
1: cool. I just like, I get I, I, I I'm not. I, Stop I, it! I, I obsess too much. I shouldn't. I play too many video games. It's not <laughs> yeah. healthy. There's one time Gummy Bear where somebody's playing a video. I think they were playing a game. Okay. okay.
0: I... Compared to these two sentences. Sorry. I play too much video games. I do too much meth. Healthy? Well, one's
1: slightly Which one's than the healthier?
0: Other one. I'm just saying it's not that bad. Like one's more fun than the other one.
2: <laughs> do you know
1: what that is? It's video games. Yeah it is. <laughs> video
0: games are way more fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Video games are way more fun than losing your teeth. I agree. <laughs> you just have to deal with obesity with that one. <laughs> So, sorry. <laughs> Back on Final Fantasy,
0: though. <laughs> Let's wrap uh, this up.
1: Yeah, no, sorry. I guess that was like, my point, my whole point, sorry, I kept, I kept not getting to this, though, is that because the character building is so comprehensive and, again, even with those hidden skill trees and the weapons and so many weapons, because there's like six weapons per character, four characters, so it's six times four. 24? I told you not to ask me, man. More than something like that. And then, but then think about the Final Fantasy. They're only, that's like a third of the characters. Because there's Red 13, Sid. It's,
0: it's six times. Um, six times four. It, it is 24, yeah. So there's <laughs> Red
1: 13, Yuffie, Vincent, Sid, and Cat Scythe.
0: Yeah, is it Cat Scythe or is it Cat Sith? I, thought it was, I, always, I always heard it pronounced Cat Me too. But it's spelled Sith? And he's not in the movie, so I don't have that reference.
1: So there's... And he's
0: also not in the game yet. So there's it's a... verbal... Well, they
1: showed the cat, and it's weird, though. But and... they
0: don't say his name. He's not, like, there yet. Uh,
1: well, it's a spoiler, and I, don't, I can tell you the spoiler if you want to want. So you'll find it out if you play the game, though. Either way, I did play the game! Like, all the way, all the way to the end, though. To beat the game, the remake, no, the original.
0: Oh, no, I haven't.
1: Yeah, so the cat scythe has a secret identity. You oh, I
0: know that from reading the book. Okay, yeah.
1: Sorry, but I was gonna say though, I just counted up seven characters, I think. So, yeah, there's like only a third of the fucking characters in this game so far.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
1: it's so yeah, like the I'm just thinking that it'll be interesting to see where they go with it because just the amount of characters <laughs> that you're gonna unlock in there, too. Because, again. You gotta start off with all the main ones, right? And, yeah.
0: And well, I can't wait for part two. Me too. We'll,
1: well, we'll do. We'll tell. We'll tell you guys about it in like a decade <laughs> or so when it comes out. Uh Final final thoughts though before we close everything up here.
0: Great game.
3: Yeah,
1: I would play it. I would give it ten gummy bears out of eight. Ooh because it's worth playing the new game plus enough to get Bahamut and I might go I might do more but the someone was cool it was worth it
0: 9 out of 10 noodles only only minusing it just because of some of the awkward character redesigns
1: yeah the game's not perfect it's, oh no I'll say
0: 9.5 it only gets 0. 0.5 points less because it is it, that great it's really great it's it's a minor complaint so i don't know maybe it gets 9.9 9. i don't know
1: it's worth somewhere in that range it's worth <laughs> it's worth beating I'm tired. I, i'd say it's worth beating <laughs> if you're a completionist it's worth completing is this what was later
0: say. than we usually do this so
1: big game though big jrpgs they're huge hey
0: everybody thanks for listening
1: no jerry no more jrpgs for another 10 years
0: okay
1: oh sorry I mean interrupt has been like, I'm done with JRPGs. JRPGs for a really long time is what I'm saying, after two hundred hours.
0: Yeah, we yeah, definitely break on that. Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. You are forgiven. Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: Thank you for listening to our podcast and we rant about video games and Japanese game stuff. Oh my god. Sorry, I was, I was talking to the cat. Goodbye, everybody. I'm so sorry. Stay safe. Be well. So sit down, sit down, Take care of stuff. I don't know. I'm tired. In a
2: couple of fights, you were nearly way, it won't do much good.
0: Thanks again to anyone who listened to our podcast. We appreciate your attention. Please reach out to us on our Canadian PirateCast email, Facebook, and Instagram pages. Like, sub, share. You know the drill. We love it when people reach out with comments or feedback.
1: We also have personal social media accounts if you want another meaningless Facebook friend or a silly Instagram account
2: to follow. Be good to yourself. Take care of each other. Bye! Bye!